you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy of one man. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Alright, welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me, as always, is Devin. Devin, how you doing this mo- this uh, evening, I should say? I almost said this morning. What's going on? Uh, I guess it's a long day at work, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that has been. That has been. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty good. I am excited to break down uh, the events of Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and NXT, man. It's going to be an exciting night tonight. Definitely. It's been an interesting week of wrestling for sure, you know, so I'm definitely excited to talk about everything that's been going on. Uh, Formatting wise, the way we're going to split this up is we're kind of going to do a road to SummerSlam roundup. So basically the card for SummerSlam is pretty much set up or at least taking shape. Uh, We're going to go one one by one through the matchup so far and talk about how they've been doing with the buildup of these these matchups that they got going on. Um, so that'll take place of doing Raw and SmackDown individually as uh, as breakdown. So we're going to be doing basically focusing on the matches that are on the SummerSlam card as it's been showcased on WWE.com right now. Um, and then in a separate uh, uh, posting that you guys will see, there'll be NXT. So we're going to talk about all of that that's been going on in NXT. Actually, everything that happened today, this will be the... One of the first times that we're doing a, a recap yeah. of NXT, like right after NXT right just after, happened. Yeah. So it's exciting uh, for us to be doing it this way, too. So um, SummerSlam, the road to SummerSlam roundup, I guess we can call this, is what we're going to be doing. Yeah. Um, got some good matches so far on the card that I can see. Um, before we get into that, there are a couple storylines that they have going on that aren't on the card right now. But I do want to touch base on a couple. Let's call them just honorable mentions for now. Um, that, you know, things that have been happening this week that I like that I thought it'd be good to at least make mention of. Uh, the top one for me uh, is not represented on the card as an individual matchup right now, but Shinsuke Nakamura and Ali. Uh, they've been they've been building up a brooding rivalry, and it may be a pre-show matchup, so I at least wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Um, for the for the uh, United States, uh, no, for the Intercontinental Championship, sorry. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, I think, is going to be defending his championship against Ali. Um, this kind of has been going on for a couple weeks now. Um, and then they did a special on uh, Smackville that was streaming only on the WWE Network. Um, Finn Balor was supposed to be going against Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Finn Balor got sick, so yeah. they didn't clear him to wrestle, unfortunately. unfortunately. Uh, we'll talk more about Finn Balor a little bit later. Um, but then Ali took advantage of the situation and say, hey, you know, I'm, I've, I know a thing or two about missing an opportunity, but I'm not going to miss this one. So I challenge you, Shinsuke. Um, then Ali and Shinsuke went on to have a, have a pretty dang good match on this show. Um, so they had that matchup. And then uh, Shinsuke Nakamura actually won. He beat Ali in that match. Um, if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Smackville, I actually, to be honest, did not see the whole episode of Smackville, yeah. but I saw I didn't this even match. watch Smackville, so I'm just... 
you were describing it to me for the first time is me oh. hearing about it. Yeah, I would definitely say it's it's worth seeing for that match for sure because that it, it was great. Like, so I was basically just watching WWE Network. It popped yeah. up, and I was like, okay, let's see what happens here. And anytime I see Shinsuke, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop and watch it. So you know, saw Shinsuke, didn't know what was going on with the Finn Balor situation, and then Ali comes out, and I'm like, okay, okay, I like this, I like this for mm-hmm. Ali. Um, yeah, and they had a matchup, and it was it was good. It was a damn good matchup. A lot of close uh, pins, and the crowd was into it. So oh, it, wow. it, it felt like something that should have been better advertised because yeah. I don't think people really took the Smackville show that seriously. Um, and I barely even really knew about it. I think maybe once or twice it popped yeah. up as a as a. And that's ad a good point that you bring that up because I really didn't take that as as seriously, man. I'm thinking just a glorified house show. Exactly. Exactly. So. You know, it, it was it was really good, and it made sense if you saw SmackVille and then leading into SmackDown, where they had another matchup, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ali. And in this matchup, Ali actually went over and beat Shinsuke with a quick roll-up pin. Mm, so, um, you know, that that to me, I think, is a, has been a fun rivalry. I think for both guys, it's been great. Uh, for Shinsuke Nakamura, I'm a huge fan of Shinsuke Nakamura, so I'm, I'm super excited to see him involved in the storyline and being able to yeah. showcase what he can do. Uh, for on Ali's side, I think that it's just a great opportunity period for him. Like he hadn't really been on television. He's had these promos kind of talking about how he's the light, how yep. he's uh, going to one day capture the WWE championship and shock the world and change the storyline, change the narrative. And this is a great step. Like if you're going to do yeah. that, that's you know, been great you, promos too, man. Exactly. Yeah. It's just the outdoor, um, like raw uh, uh, style to the videos. I think has been cool. The only thing that i didn't kind of I thought was a little corny with it is uh, when they first started those promos it was almost like he would see a crime taking place and he would uh, walk yeah. towards it yeah like that yeah. I thought eh, <laughs> I don't know about this because well, is he supposed to be Batman like what and then he doesn't do anything it's just like I, I don't like where are we going with this you know right so, man but it's um, like a truth commercial or something I don't yeah, know yeah <laughs> just something felt just a little bit off about it yeah but um yeah, yeah just overall like I thought that outside of that aspect of it, that those promos were pretty cool, especially um, the more recent ones where he's just been kind of st- just showing his passion for exactly. what he's doing. You know, I really feel like that's when he's the strongest, you know, because he's great. In terms yeah. of his promos, you know, in those little video vignettes that they do, his passion really reigns through, man. It's it's just fun to watch. Yeah. And just I let you him. know where his mindset is at, too, man. Like, yeah. hey, man, my goal is to be WWE champion and shock the world, too, man. Exactly. You know and I, I, love, I love that attitude, too. Love it. And, it. and he makes me believe it. You know, he makes me yeah. believe, like, this can happen just because of the passion that he's using, he's speaking with, you know. So, you know, just props to both guys. I hope that they, they give them a spot on the card. Um, yeah. it, I, I think, think it, will, it will be pre-show. Pre-show, though, yep. Yeah. Yep. They, they did Shinsuke and, and Finn Balor on pre-show, so... Why not this, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But in this case, like, I guess I can, since we see it coming, I won't be as, you know, annoyed by it. But it's yeah. still kind of annoying because it's yeah, Shinsuke, it is. you know? It is. And it's uh, the IC belt, man. It's like right. a disservice, man. Let's it should be on, on the, the main card. card. Yeah. Exactly. Come on. So, like, all titles should be on the main card, really. They should be. It should, should be, be a pre show. Pre show should be like. You know, you're trying to develop some young talent, give you, a, you know, a nice start. That's what the pre-show should be all about. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, if, if the Viking Raiders were on there, I'd be like, okay. Like, exactly. I understand why they're there yeah. because they haven't really fought anybody yet. You know, they're still kind of developing them, trying to figure out, you know, where they're going from here. So, yeah, putting yeah. the Viking Raiders on pre-show. Okay, I get it. But, 
Shinsuke, who's the Intercontinental Champion, and then Ali, who, you know, has been on the show for a while, and you're, you're trying to build both of these guys, really, like, yeah. I don't know if pre-show, pre-show's not the best place to build them, because not everybody watches pre-show, people Exactly, skip it, man. You know, so, We yeah. did, we skipped it for yeah. the uh, stream I rules, man. Totally missed Shinsuke versus Finn, <laughs> totally missed it, had to, saw the entire card, had yep. no idea it even happened. Exactly, on my I was way like, and, and then after the card, I was like, something feels off. Yep, I'm like, I felt like I missed something. Like when the shit, and then I found out it was on the pre. I'm like, what? It's on a pre-show. The sad part is, I didn't even feel like something was missing. I literally just, oh. it was, I was oblivious completely. Oh, and wow. I got a text message. I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but I got a text yeah, yeah, message we did, we did, from my we brother, did. and he was saying, "You won't believe it. They had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship on the pre-show." I said, "What?" So as soon as I got home, turned on the network, I was like, you're right. They put this on the pre-show. Are you kidding me? Sat down, watched the whole match. It was a great match, you know, and yeah, it was. just, it was. just, shocked. just uh, shocked. And it, I was shocked that, like, why is this match on the pre-show? Because yeah. that was a damn good match. So good. So good. So, you know, with this one, like I said, since that happened, I think we'll be more prepared for it this time. So I'll actually yeah. check out the pre-show just to be safe. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, want to see them be on the on the card one way or another, whether it's pre-show or on the main card. Um, so another honorable mention too, before we get into the SummerSlam uh, roundup, we're gonna do mm-hmm. is the the OC uh, capturing the tag team titles on uh, Raw, um, which beautiful we, thing, man. Well, we talked about them last week uh, during the the um, Raw reunion, saying it was a missed opportunity. When yes. they didn't, the, the club, the OC didn't go over when it came to, you know, DX and the click um, getting in the ring uh, with, with them during the, the whole AJ Styles, uh, Seth Rollins matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were both in agreement that that would have been a great opportunity to have the OC just dominate all of those legendary groups um, in the ring to really put them over. Because these are older yeah. guys. Like, they should yeah. be able to whoop all their, of them. That's their mainstay now. Like, we're the official. We're the only club that matters. Yeah, you know so to be able to do that, and and realistically speaking, I mean, yeah, they're, the numbers game, you've got like seven guys, six, seven guys or whatever in the ring, so versus but, but hold three. Hold on, hold on, you said, you, you made a point, realistically, okay, yeah. they, we, they got the numbers, but how old are these guys? The most well, that, that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> like I'm, I'm being, I'm getting to that point because I know on one hand, you would say the numbers game, but then all these yeah. guys are like fifty. Yeah. So you're taking three guys in the their best prime. in shape person is Triple H. Is Triple H, and we know, like, come on, man, like you, you put AJ Styles versus Triple H today, and AJ Styles is gonna kill him. Like it's, it's gonna just gonna run circles around. In this exactly, dude. you know what I'm saying? So Luke Gallows, you know, just just doing hit doing work. That there's it would be entirely believable to say that these yes. three in their prime <laughs> guys. Would be able to beat, yeah. you know, Scott and Hall, who can barely walk, Kevin exactly. Nash, who will tear his ACL just by trying to get into the turnbuckle. You know, like I mean, Road Dog hadn't done anything for years. Uh, X Pac hadn't done like yeah. all these dudes. The only guy would be Seth Rollins, and they had just beat down Seth Rollins. Exactly. So man. yeah. So it Michael Cole sense. and Corey could sell it. Like man, you know, you just gotta understand these guys are out of their prime. Right. Right. And they could sell and, that idea. I'm like, yeah, man, this is right. This is the reason why the numbers game didn't work. And. They were coming out in waves, you know. So at first it was yeah. DX, so it was Sean and Triple H that came out. Okay, so the club just beats down all three of them. Then you could say, well, let's have uh, um, Road Dog and X Pac, the rest of DX, come out. Billy Gunn wasn't there on the show, mm-hmm. so Road Dog and, and X Pac come out. So those two guys are definitely not doing anything against the club. So then you got Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, the last two members, come out too. Oh, 
those are the worst guys to even try to do <laughs> anything these dudes. They're the oldest ones there. They're the, the visually, visibly, you can see they just yes. barely even walk around, Especially let alone Scott, Russell. Scott Howell, Howell, yeah. yeah. Like uh, DDP's plan, he he's got him on. You know, I forget what it's called. DDPY is the system. They, they yeah, don't call yeah. it DDP, yoga. They yoga. call it DDPY. Well, he doesn't call it yoga. He's got. I, I heard on another podcast that he's a big thing with that. You know, he doesn't call it yoga at all. He just says DDPY. So I, I'll respect that. Um, I'll get into that a little bit too because I got a special thing for for that with AEW. But um, yeah, those guys, no way. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, they don't. They wouldn't have a chance. So yeah, there was a way to make that work for sure. Um, and but this week, I feel like they made up for it by giving them the tag team titles. They went yeah. over. Uh, they beat the Revival and the Usos. Yeah. Uh, Damn good the, triple threat. Triple. It was an amazing triple threat match. I thought. You know, they did a great job. Um, you know, I was I marked out definitely when those guys won. I was real excited to see yeah. uh, uh, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows grab the gold, and I felt like yes, this is what was needed in yes. this moment. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely happy about that. Um, they're not represented on the card currently. There might be a matchup between Gallows and Anderson versus the Usos. I feel like that is being teased a little bit by what happened at the towards the end yeah, of uh, of that Raw. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we'll see what happens there. But I'm just happy that those guys have the titles, and hopefully, they get a, a decent reign, something similar to what the Revival got at worst, at worst case scenario. Best case scenario, it goes to like Survivor Series, and then maybe we can see. Like the club versus the new day or something. That was an idea floated to me by a friend of mine where he's like, Yeah, it's Survivor Series. That'd be a great matchup to have uh, the the two factions that they have go against each other. And since they have all the gold, technically, I mean, they don't have the Universal Championship, but the United States Champion and the WWE Champion facing off with their two factions against each other at, uh, at Survivor Series in Chicago would be amazing. So, you know, and I, I agree with that. It's kind of. I feel like it won't happen because, again, they do like to put the Universal Champion against the WWE Champion. Yeah, and I do like I do. that a lot. I do. So, you know, eh, we'll see. We'll see. But there's there's something to the idea of having these two factions go against each other. And they almost did it. It sounded like they were almost going to do it on SmackDown, too, because that card changed a couple times. Um, Vince McMahon had like a last minute, uh, we need to rewrite the whole thing kind of moment. Yep, At least as, if rumors are to be believed, um, they they rewrote it and changed the whole card. Um, and I think that was one of the matches that were mentioned um, that they may do, but they turned it into AJ versus Kofi Kingston instead of having the two factions go against each other. Um, but, you know, all that said, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, congratulations. I hope you get a great reign. Um, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely, man. I enjoy, I felt they was vindicated, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, how they just grabbed the titles, ran out of the ring, celebrating AJ Styles uh, back there and just having a good old ball, just having champagne, just celebrate. It was a good sight, man. You <laughs> he, know what he, I'm I wonder... I wonder if he actually meant for the shit because he couldn't pop the champagne. He's like trying to undo it. He's like getting ready. He stood up on the table. And even just to backtrack a little bit, he he sets up this table with like all of these like assorted foods and everything. He's getting everything all nice and neat, whatever. He's getting interviewed in the back. I think it was Kayla who was interviewing him. It was Kayla. 
And yep. then, you know, after setting up this this table all pristine and nice, full of food, Gallows and Anderson come back there. They're all celebrated. AJ jumps up and steps on the table and stands on all the food, messing up the entire <laughs> platter he just made because he was so excited. He grabbed the champagne. He's trying to pop the champagne. And it just, he couldn't get it open. He couldn't get it open. <laughs> so he's like, ah, forget it. And then they just all hug each other and they're all going nuts, man. That was I a think fun that moment. was ad lib, man. I don't think that was planned. I don't yeah, think that yeah, was planned. I think at all, he ad lib, which was spot on him, man. <laughs> but it, it was, was funny. It was always funny that way. It was because, you know, that's just AJ Styles. He's always just amped up, man. Either he's amped up happy or amped up just pissed off. Yes. So it's yes. just either or. And that's what you love about him, man. So he makes it believable. Yeah. So him just, just seeing. You know, the OC celebrating backstage. Ah, oh, it was a thing of beauty, man. It now they great. got all the gold. Yep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, minus the uh, Universal title, but still, you know, U.S. title. I'm pretty sure he can make it prestigious too, man. Yep. I agree, man. I agree. I, I was, I just enjoyed that so much. So I'm real happy uh, for those guys, definitely. Um, now, uh, a couple other guys that aren't going to be represented, and this will be probably one of the lower points of the podcast for for me and you at least because these are two dudes that you know we talk about all the time and it seems like we just we don't have many positives to say around how they've been been handled but Samoa Joe Drew McIntyre not on the Ooh. card um I don't even know man we'll call this a little bit lost lost in the shuffle or I don't know you, just... you think you think let's let's think about this mm-hmm. let's just think about this before you think Drew is not going to be on a card at all I think Drew is going to be there during the Shane uh, Kevin Owens match, but he's not going to have a match, and that's the problem. Mm. You know, the fact that he's not going to be on the card like as a as a wrestler, like he's going to be Shane's muscle, whatever. And maybe you know, at a certain point, there you know, it's a thing where he interferes too much and they kick him out, and it's just yeah. you know one on one at a certain point, and maybe that's how Kevin Owens gets gets the win. Like it, it, this is. This is bad. And, you know, he, he was on Raw. He, he was a part of... So, backstage, there was a little bit of a scuffle that was happening. Uh, it was like chaos, basically, is how yeah. Raw ended. And uh, it was Samoa Joe and the uh, the OC, but not with AJ. It was Luke Gallows um, uh, and, uh, and Carl Anderson, and Carl Anderson yep. back there fighting against the Usos and Roman. And yep. that fight kind of leaked back into the, into the main area. And... Um, Drew McIntyre came out of nowhere and started attacking Roman Reigns. So, you know, you had that going on, but it just felt like it didn't matter. I don't know. I, I just, yeah. it, it wasn't building to anything for me. Yeah. Um, I, I, and so that's why I'm kind of bringing them up one more time, too, is just like to see both of them out there, Joe and Drew McIntyre yeah. at the same time going against Roman Reigns, basically, and just feeling like both of these dudes don't don't really do it for me right now. I don't know. It's just, just... The, the way they have booked these guys, man. Samoa Joe, Drew McIntyre, especially Drew, man, because this dude is money. You just yeah. look at him. He just looks like a superstar. Yeah. He looks like a main event. He looks like he can, I'll go, pay, I, I'll pay to go see him. That's yep. the type, that's the type of superstar you want. Somebody that'll go pay to go see him. Mm-hmm. And that's who mm-hmm. he is. Yep. Yep. And, and Samoa Joe, that's just a booking mess with him. Yep. That's a booking mess, man. You know, just losing, talking shit, losing, talking more shit, losing. Dude, you just huff at the end of the day. That's all he is now. That's what they've turned him into. He's just man. a dude. He's just he's just a, a, a bag of hot air, man. Like, he just talks and talks, but at the end of the day, he can't back any of it up. So you're just like, 
whatever. You can say whatever you want. You can yeah. be as intimidating as you want. I know what's going to happen, though. I've already seen this movie. You're going to talk all this mess, and then you're going to lose. I don't care who it's against. I'm not going to believe you're going to win. Yep. It's going to be Rey Mysterio. And I'll be like, I don't know, man, because I've seen it. Sure, he had a great win against him at WrestleMania. Yeah. But then you come back, and the next time they, they fought, it's Rey Mysterio that's getting a, a what, a 10-second victory. And then it takes an injury to Rey Mysterio for him to even get handed the belt back. And then he lost it right away again. It's just like, what's going yeah. on, man? Like, what is happening? So, yeah. Just had to bring them up because seeing them in the ring at the same time, it just kind of brought me down. Like, ugh, you yeah, know, I think this I'm is more such upset. A waste. I'm still upset about Samoa Joe, but I'm thinking I'm just more upset about Drew. Like, he he could have been just top heel. Yeah, top heel, just man, and he can just make a face look good. The yep. way he's just just his look alone. He wouldn't even say anything. He just comes in and just intimidates the whole room. Yep. That's the that's the type of aura he has, bro. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? The music is just, you know, menacing, you know, just basically uh just that music that Scottish music is coming in with the violins or the what was the the bagpipes? The bagpipes. Dude, it's like how do you mess up with this guy? Now you got him being just being a lackey. He doesn't need to be anybody's lackey, bro. That was yeah. the general right there. And it's funny because you talk about the entrance on SmackDown, you know, it was him versus Kevin Owens in the beginning of the show. And when he did his entrance, I just kind of, it did not have that same vibe to it. It just felt empty. You know, like I I wasn't, I didn't have that feeling like I usually do when, when in the beginning, when it was like even him and Dolph, when they were a tag team, like, you're like, you know what? These two dudes right here are just going to just jack up whoever they're going against in the ring. Like, you you believed that they were just going to dominate. And now, you know, he comes out and you're like, eh, eh Kevin Owens is going to win this match. Like, yeah, you know, I saw like that. It, this is happening. Kevin Owens is going to win that. this match. Yep. You know, and, and the way sure, he, he lost was disgusting, too. I didn't like yeah, that. I did not oh like God. that at all. It was weak. It made him look super weak. Yeah, it the was way bad. He, yes, it was, it was a bad. bad loss. He just got dominated, basically. I mean, yeah. they, they went back and forth during the matchup. But, but still, right, towards the end, the end of the match, yes. Yeah. That, that's what upset me the most right there. That's just like, dude, you just did this dude a huge disservice. Yeah, I just because on the outs, I was hoping for a disqualification end. You know, I was actually I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, OK, this should be a money match. Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre should be on a pay-per-view. You know, yeah. it should be for something yep. you can make money or you should be able to make money off of this matchup more so than Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. That, yeah. that that's sad that they think Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon is more of a money match than Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre. Bruh. So that that's that's a problem in and of itself. Yeah. So I'm, I was hoping, okay, he took him outside. He's clearing off the table. Maybe he'll use the table, or maybe they'll just call it a DQ. Even though you know they don't always do that when they use the table, when they use the announce table. But I was hoping that it would just end in a DQ yeah. loss. But no. You know, just Kevin Owens aggression, the, just something like that. Like, okay, yeah, he just yeah, got himself disqualified. Okay. Exactly. All right, cool. That would have worked. That would have worked in this situation. But instead, you got Kevin Owens hitting him with the stunner on the table. Then he rolls him in, hits him with the super kick, the the which was a thing all show super kick. And then he hits him with the stunner, and then he took the pin clean. Like, I was like, wow, that. Drew, you're done, man. Like I can't, yeah. I can't. It, it didn't even need to happen that way. It didn't. Yeah. It, what could have happened is, is Drew could have been over, uh, over aggressive, got himself disqualified, and then basically Kevin on get some payback, get a stunner. That's it. We're done. 
Yeah. But instead, it was a booking disaster for yeah. Drew. For Drew, yeah. Our guy, Drew. Mm. Sad, man. It's sad. So, yeah. Is that... AEW coming? <laughs> October 2nd. It's on a Wednesday. <laughs> I will be watching. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of AEW, special shout out to MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He was on mm. Jericho's podcast a while back. I feel like it's maybe a month or so ago, but I, uh-huh. I just recently listened to it. Oh, my goodness. This dude is a superstar. Now, I already had that feeling from seeing him on AEW's pay-per-views recently, but listening to him with Jericho on that podcast, <laughs> if you have not listened or or you don't know who this dude is, just do yourself a favor. Listen to, uh, it's, I think it's talking, uh, Talk, Talk is Jericho. Jericho. Yep. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Look for the episode with MJF. Man. The dude, he basically, Jericho titled the podcast, it was a one-hour promo is basically what it is. Because the show was an hour, and it was essentially a promo by MJF just doing his thing. So he remained, so he would remain in kayfabe. He was in character. He was in character. Oh, my God. I'm listening to it. That's I'm so, I'm so, that's all I needed to hear. That's all I needed to hear. (laughs) (laughs) And for me, it's one of those things, like, when I start listening to something, I'm not sure. I'm like, all right, we'll see how this is. Maybe I'll just listen to the first five minutes, ten minutes. I I started it. I listened to the whole thing. I just went. I just listened to the whole thing. So (laughs) definitely check that out. Also, special uh, shout out to, he was on the the Stone Cold podcast at 1.2. I don't know how long ago this one was. But at the end of it, Stone Cold basically was going to throw him out of his house. And this is all recorded. <laughs> oh, my God. He had, like, thrown water on him. Oh, man. What? He's like, you don't tell me to get out of your house. I leave when I want to because I'm just better than you. And I'm like, are you oh. kidding? This is Stone Cold? And then Stone Cold, at, at that point, he, now Stone Cold's in character. Right. He's like, I'll whoop your ass. Blah, blah, blah. Get in my house right now. Man. Oh, my goodness. So on both of these podcasts. So Stone MJ Cold was just, going along for the ride? Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. my God. Okay. Okay. He, it's just it's over. Like MJF is he's the future. He really is the future, man. This dude is great. He's great on the mic. Great character. Just overall, he's he's got it. He's got it. He literally. Oh, that's has what I'm it. talking about, man. That's how you make a name for yourself, man. Yes. Like and you know what, man? I'm just gonna remain in character the whole time. I'm just gonna the pull a Heath Ledger. Time. That's all I'm gonna yeah. do. That's all I'm gonna do. Exactly. And he's making man. it work. So I just had to mention that. Um, yeah, man. Uh, and that's why, so when I said, uh, uh, DDP, DDPY instead of yoga, that's where I got it from because he takes part in that too. You know, he does that whole thing, but he yeah. said DDP has a thing with the Y word. So yoga. So, you know, DDP does not call it, uh, DDP yoga, even though that's what the Y stands for. But, uh, apparently he wants to kind of brand it in this way that is DDPY and not named yoga. Like just so he just kind of differentiates it from, from, from that. Um, so anyway, I think that's kind of, and a lot of people are doing that, um, that DDPY program. It's helped a lot of the guys. Scott Hall was a part of it. Saved, yeah. saved his life, yeah. you know, so Mick Foley, Mick Foley, yep, you know, it's helped out a lot of those guys. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, um, another kind of small notice too, as, um, Hawkins and he was trained. MJF was trained by, uh, Hawkins. So just a shout out to him too. Wow, like I was, I was amazed. Yeah, the Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins faced the facts. He faced the facts. Yep, he went to Kurt Hawkins uh, wrestling school. Oh, wow. uh, the joke was uh, Jericho asked him. He was like, um, "What did he say? He said something about 
like when did Hawkins realize you were ready or when did when did you No, he asked MJF so when did you realize you had surpassed Kurt Hawkins he said about 10 seconds in <laughs> I <had> surpassed him. <laughs> and Kurt Hawkins just kind of realized he's like okay this guy's yeah he's better than me so you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep helping him out or whatever wow. but you know he's actually better than me now yeah <laughs> wow man dude yeah yeah man. it's great that's a it arrogant, was a great listen. that's an arrogant ass answer but i love it you know <laughs> but it fits him dude yeah, it it's does. just what it is in about 10 seconds in about 10 <laughs> seconds yeah i, I surpassed about 10 seconds I, I i just mastered his entire training school or whatever in 10 seconds you know it wouldn't be no big deal <laughs> oh wow yeah so oh, man, another reason great, to watch man. aew when yeah. it comes on in the fall man october 2nd definitely Probably. check that out all right. I got something well, to listen to uh, tomorrow when I work. Yes. Do it. Definitely. Do it, man. Uh, it's it's great. It's a great maybe listen. We, maybe we'll discuss it on our podcast, man. We could break it down. Yeah, I'm definitely down for could. that for sure. We could. For sure. Most definitely. Cool. <laughs> Let's get into the SummerSlam roundup. Basically, we're going to use the SummerSlam card to talk about what's been going on this week uh, in Raw and SmackDown and kind of talk about the build in general for these matchups and see how we feel about the SummerSlam card so far. So... Uh, working our way, uh, using what they have so far on WWE.com, uh, we've got, well, man, you know, I was going to start with Trish and Charlotte, but I think we should talk about The Miz and Dolph, because that one kind of Let's go there. Eye. Let's go there. Yeah. Let's, let's just get that out the Dolph. way. Yeah. Let's just no, do that. Yeah. So we talked about, after last week, how, you know, Dolph Ziggler's whole thing on Miz TV, uh, well, it was Shawn Michaels that was the guest. Yeah. But Miz, but Dolph Ziggler came out, and Dolph and, and Sean being in the same place at the same time, um, kind of highlighting, putting a spotlight on the fact that Dolph Ziggler has been basically a carbon copy, a, a low rent version of Shawn Michaels was highlighted, and then mm-hmm. then Dolph Ziggler hit Shawn Michaels with the super kick. It was like, man, it would be they didn't mean to do it. These were your words. They didn't mean to build this one up, but what seemed to get built up was a Dolph Ziggler versus Shawn Michaels matchup. Yes. Now, we understand Shawn Michaels. I mean, we just we talked about it a little bit earlier when we were talking about the OC. Like, the guy's probably pushing 50, maybe maybe close, higher than that a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, but, around that age. But at the same time, though, I feel like, I mean, Shawn did have a match. Uh, he, he wrestled in Saudi. Um, you know, he can move to a point to where you would at least – get the story you know what i'm saying like you'd be able to tell a great story with this you know older version of sean you know basically getting you know going getting in the ring with with a mirror version of himself you know and just to kind of put dolph over because dolph really seemed like it was over like it's it's no one really cares about seeing dolph so to have this you know almost like a it, it's it's kind of a lighter version of the Shawn Michaels Ric Flair thing when he put down when Shawn put down Ric Flair and basically had you know retired him, mm-hmm. but to have you know Dolph Ziggler be in the ring with his idol with the person that he looked up to to the person who who he stole his whole you know shtick from, um, I thought we both thought would have been just a great idea and what we really hoped what we said we did not want to see at this point was Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz because there was just no interest in it. Well, it's Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. Yeah, and they kind of just sprinkled that in. It it just, you know, during their SmackDown, just like, oh, we got Dolph and Miz. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yep. Yep, Dolph, he's having an interview, and he says, you know, and at SummerSlam, when I go against The Miz, and I was just immediately deflated. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, this. First of all, we've seen this matchup. A bunch of times, yeah. like they've they've. I cannot 
count how many times they've they've they done fought this for the IC. But I think that was their best when they was it when they main event a pay per view was a SmackDown exclusive pay per view and they main evented with the IC title, and it was a damn good match. But we've been down this road we've so many it. times. We've seen it. Like you, you said, know. we've seen this movie. We know what's yep. gonna happen. At this point, the thing what what's kind of sad about it too is what I remember between these guys. Didn't they do like a, a spot for KFC or something? And Dolph Ziggler was, was yeah. Colonel Sanders and Colonel and, and Miz was the chicken. And, exactly, and they did that. And I'm like, okay, so these guys can never wrestle again because it just looks goofy now. And all I can think about <laughs> is that damn commercial with Dolph as the Colonel and Miz, as the chicken, you know. So and here we go. Now we're gonna actually see that match again live. Like I don't know. I just feel like that they they took what was getting interesting and they just kind of neutered it with that choice to basically say, all right, it's going to be Miz and Dolph. Probably what's going to happen is Sean is going to be involved in this matchup somehow. Um, I, I hope he's not a special referee. Uh, maybe he'll be in Miz's corner. Could what be. Would, go ahead. I say it could be, but, you know, I, I'd rather still see Shawn Michaels go against Dolph. Yep. You know, I, I really don't care about, you know, Sean. You know, Michael's going to be in the corner of Miz. I yeah. just want the full match. You know, like you said, an older version of Shawn Michaels going against a younger version of himself. Yeah. The story is set. Yeah. Let's just go with this. You, you know, you, sometimes you just got something just fell in your lap and bam. Yeah. It's literally right there in your lap. It's and right you, and, you tr- and you refuse to eat it. That's what's going on. But I think that's the WWE way, you know, to a point with these storylines that if they have something, they usually just want to wait and wait and wait. You know, like Finn Balor and AJ Styles, like that would have never happened had not Bray Wyatt gotten hurt. Oh, you know, yeah. so and still to this day, since that matchup, they have not crossed paths. They haven't had a match. It's just so they just they they do that. They just sit on it until it's still it's too late. Like with with Sean, I mean, we're not we are aware enough to know Sean is not the Sean he used to be. So he won't oh, that yeah. match when it happens, it wouldn't be, you know, vintage Shawn Michaels versus, you know, the Dolph Ziggler currently like it wouldn't be that. But the story that it would tell, it's like Dolph Ziggler just beating up the the this the, his idol, you know, and Sean yeah. just taking this beating basically from, you know, this his 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 mirror image again. Um, and I don't know, like Sean may could have some moments because he can go to a point, he can go to an extent, he can still, you know, do the super kick, you know, switch in music. He could still, you know, go I to the top he, rope I and give him a he splash. He can still give us an above average match by himself. Yes. I think it was yes. just too much th- in that salty yeah. match, man. I'm going to give yeah. him that the benefit of the doubt. You know, Me you too. got, you, you working with other workers who just not this, the same caliber, caliber right. wrestlers like they used to be. Right, I Kane especially. He, I think in that yes, matchup, you can yes. see it. Like he was, he's done. Yeah, like Kane is done. Undertaker is Undertaker. He knows his limits, so he he won't be able to do everything he used to do either. But he'll do just enough. But I don't think that's a great matchup for Sean. Exactly. Now you put Sean in the ring with Dolph, who can sell, who is like he could make anybody look good when yes. it comes to like making their moves yes. look strong. Like that's a perfect person to put up against Sean because Sean doesn't have to work as hard, you know, to to do certain moves. So yeah. Yeah, man, the chemistry is there. The table is set, man. It's, yeah. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Even I heard rumors, too, that Dolph might go against Goldberg. And he even kind of sprinkled yeah. his name during that promo. I'm oh, like, man. when he said, I was like, uh, are they going to do that, saying Goldberg's name, and yeah, I feel like what, the rumors are true because of that. Uh, yeah. And if he's, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, are they going to do Goldberg now? I was like, oh. That one just, I don't want to see. 
It's me either. Me either, man. Me either. I sound There's like no a baby like when I say that. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me either. Oh man. Yeah, but I just there, there's no like why why do, why would they even make that match? like there's no story between them like Dolph is attacking you know the old guys now granted fine and Goldberg had a terrible matchup but no one cares to see Dolph versus Goldberg there's nothing there no. in that matchup no. if you're gonna say okay put Goldberg against Bobby Lashley or someone I'm slightly more interested in that match but not, yeah, really. not really you because, know what I'm saying. You know, Goldberg is very, very limited in the ring. Yes, yes. And, and that would just be a very, dis- that would just be a disservice to Dolph, really. Yeah. And, you know, and to Goldberg, too. Like, dude, just just hang up the, you know, just hang up the, the gloves. Yeah. The, the boots. Or, you know, if they want to give you something, it, it just has to be no more than the six to seven minute match, man. Yep. But not with Dolph, though. Dolph, needs, Dolph. He, he needs to be with Sean because he can still go. And I think yeah. Sean can still go, man. I think he yeah. still got a, a good, he still looks in phenomenal shape. You know, look yeah. at him, man. I think he's got enough to make that match work. Yep. And they're both smart enough workers to know what would what would work in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, for 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 Sean's age and for Dolph's abilities that he has, I think they can make a match work between the two of them. So, you know, it's, it's disappointing to think now that they're going to default to Miz. And I, it, it sucks, too, because Miz really hasn't his, – his push has kind of died down ever since yeah. uh, Shane McMahon. Yep. Like, that, that WrestleMania match, since then, it's just been all downhill. So this is kind of a way to bring the Miz back to light a little bit. But I feel like this is the wrong match for him, too. Yeah. Like, it really doesn't do anything for me to see Miz beat Dolph if that's what happens. You know, and if Dolph beats him, then it's like – what really what was the point of this for the Miz like you just you know you're just digging a deeper hole for him to try to climb out of to get back on top to where he was so I I just think this is kind of bad booking in in this way if they would have put the Miz in Sean's corner fine you know and then have Sean versus Dolph that would have made more sense or have Miz come to the rescue of Shawn Michaels while he's getting destroyed by Dolph at a certain point in that match if you want to do that but exactly yeah one-on-one against Dolph no interest at all. Make it pre-show if you want to, man. Because it should I really be don't pre-show. Want to it, yeah. If if this is going to be on the main card and then that IC title match, uh, it's backwards. Five, if that happens, it, yep. it is. It is yep. asinine, bro. Yep. So, yeah, I think we could cap it with that. You yeah. know, I'm hoping it's 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 pre-show. That way, we don't really have to worry too much about it taking up you know much time on the main card. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what goes on from there. All right, well, on SmackDown, this uh, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair matchup got made. Um, Charlotte Flair came out. Uh, well, actually, Trish Stratus was a guest on the King's Court with Jerry the King Lawler, yeah. um, which it was cool to see Jerry the King Lawler. Um, full disclosure, I'm not the biggest Jerry the King Lawler fan. Um, I think Jerry the King Lawler had his time, but sometimes he just, I don't know, like his thing I feel like is stale right now. Just like the way that he is on commentary every once in a while, I just feel like it doesn't quite fit yeah. in the current uh, way that the WWE is. Yeah, so I'm not a huge fan of Jerry, but Jerry was very subdued in this one. So I'm, I'm going to be nice to Jerry and say that he did his job for this <laughs> for this segment here. He served his uh, purpose. He served his purpose. So, you know, he had Tristratus as a guest, you know, and he mentioned, hey, so there are a lot of, when, when the Raw reunion happened, you weren't there, but one, one thing that we, we all got together and do, and this is what happens sometimes when you have some of the old timers get together, is that we talk about that one more match and wanting to have one more match. So, Trish, do you ever think about having one more match? And before she could even answer, 
Charlotte Flair's music hits, and there were there were already rumors about this potentially yeah. happening with Charlotte. We talked you know, about it last Trish. week on the podcast. Exactly, exactly. So you know, she comes out and she challenges Trish Stratus, and Trish, you know, she hesitates. She's uh, not wanting to say anything, and Charlotte Flair basically is like, well, okay, you don't want to say anything? Then get the hell out of my ring and go change some diapers. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, okay, well, at this point, you've got to say something now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, Trish Stratus finally accepts, and Trish Stratus just in the ring face-to-face with Charlotte Flair. I'll be honest, it's not the matchup that I thought I, that I wanted, but when I saw them face-to-face, I'm like, yeah. I do want this match. I want to see this matchup and see how it goes. Um, I feel like Trish Stratus had a perfect end. You know what this feels like to me a little bit? What's that? It feels like when Jordan came back with the Wizards. Ah, right? oh, okay. <laughs> it feels like that a little bit because Jordan went out on top with the he Bulls, did. hitting the game-winning, game-winning shot basically against the Utah Jazz. That's Way how you leave your mark, man, on top. On top, he had the hand in the air raised. You got the posters, just everything, just the iconic moment. He's holding. Then at the end of the game, he's holding up the six. It was perfect for Trish Stratus. She had a a women's championship matchup. I forget who she went against, but her last match was in Canada. I think it was in Toronto even, and it was for the women's championship. And she won the women's championship and went out on top that way as the women's champion. Perfect. I think it was the Divas Championship at that time. I'm not yeah. sure. But, um, yeah, she won the Women's Championship in her home country and just was able to just, just leave on top. And now we have her coming back, and she's going against Charlotte. And I'm sure she's – because we've seen her in uh, the Women's Rumble, and then she was in a tag team matchup with Lita at uh, Evolution, I believe yep. it was. Evolution. Um, so we've seen her a little bit here and there. But this one feels like – Okay, now are they gonna tarnish the legacy of Trish Stratus a little bit by having her get beat by Charlotte Flair and then going out that way, like that being her last match? Um, yes. So I'm a little bit torn on it from that standpoint, <laughs> you know. But it is a dream matchup. It is a dream matchup. I can't deny that. So I don't know. What's your thoughts on this? This is smart booking. You know why? Because this is this is totally up her character because she says she is the queen of all eras. So this, uh, this is going to prove yeah. her point right here. Step one. Oh, for well, uh, here, let, don't get me wrong. For Charlotte, this is this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. This is this yeah. is exactly what Charlotte Flair would do. Yeah, it makes sense. I just think for Trish, it's like for her legacy, for the way that she will be remembered. You know, like for her to then lose her last match versus the way she was going out winning her last match i just think not that it'll anyone will look at trish and say oh you know you were terrible blah blah blah. like it's not that but just you had the perfect storybook ending like no one you just usually don't get that and that's how i felt when mj came back too i was like but everybody got but but everybody can't have it that way man look at rick flair see how he went out yeah but trish did though she she had it you know what I'm saying? And now she's choosing to say, okay, I'll let you guys go ahead and do whatever you want to do. It's like, oh, no. Like, no, she's not. Like, man, I, I don't believe that, man. I believe yeah. that she's giving Charlotte the right rub, and she agrees to put Charlotte over because it's going to this is gonna launch her into a, a whole other atmosphere with this, man, yeah. with this whole queen of all eras, man. It's like similar to the to the legend killer gimmick, man. You know what I mean? But here, here's my other thing, though. It, just playing devil's advocate uh-huh. a little bit. Does Charlotte need this? Yes. Like, if you're gonna give if you're gonna get the rub from Trish Stratus, couldn't it have gone to someone else that maybe would benefit more from? Because how high like can who? Charlotte Flair go? I'm just saying. I'm again. I said I'm playing devil's advocate, <laughs> so I don't have. I'm just r- riffing with you a little bit here. Okay. Like, 
just looking at the situation, Charlotte Flair, she's going to go down as the winningest women's champion and maybe even have the most reigns, period, in wrestling. Right, so she's going to surpass her dad one day. I I 100% believe that yeah. in terms of the number of reigns. So, given that Charlotte Flair is, is a made woman, she's set. Now you have other women up who are trying to make a name for themselves too, like like Bailey, like uh, Becky, like anybody else. I mean Ember Moon. I mean Ember Moon and Bailey have their thing going on right now. But I'm just saying, like, take SummerSlam out of the equation for uh-huh. a second here and just look at matchups with Trish Stratus that would help elevate up and coming or you know women who are trying to establish themselves. I feel like it. It's with Charlotte specifically. This just feels like. It's a notch on her belt that is not going to propel her to, like, elite status because she's already in elite status. You know, like, her beating Trish Stratus, I don't think I'm going to say, well, you know, Charlotte Flair is the greatest of all time now. I feel like even if she never did face Trish Stratus, but she breaks Ric Flair's record, that's it. Like, case closed. Now, beating Trish Stratus, it's like, all right, well, you know, you. by the way, you beat Trish Stratus. Like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like this rub is needed for Charlotte. You know, it's it's a dream matchup that it's like just as fantasy booking. It's a fun match for the fans, is how I see it, and that's cool. But, but, but hold on, to hold your on. to your point, just let me finish this part. To your point, I think that in terms of getting the rub to just say, hey, we want to you know make this person legitimate or you know try to put this person over. Like Charlotte is over, but like let's just take Bailey for instance. Bailey is she completely over? Like she was over in NXT. But since NXT, she we both said she felt like she kind of peaked. So if you were to give <laughs> Bailey Trish Stratus, let's say instead of Ember Moon, even I love that matchup, but let's just say Bailey versus Trish Stratus. Let's see how that goes. To give Bailey that extra to help elevate her to that level of like, okay, yeah, Charlotte Flair, you have all these title reigns, but I had the dream matchup against Trish Stratus. I mean, I feel like maybe that would have been a better use of this. What what do you say to that? I disagree. I, I definitely disagree on the. Trish I could Stratus. feel it, but I had to go with Trish, it anyway. Stratus <laughs> and Bailey, man. To me, I think the better rub goes to Charlotte. You know, you, you and then you you can't treat you can't treat Trish as just like like everyday women's wrestler. Man, she's a seven time women's uh, champion. You know, she's she has countless good matches in WrestleMania as well, man. Uh, I think it was a good SummerSlam match against Victoria. John, yeah, that was the the um, was it the hardcore match. Yes, oh yes, but I don't God. know if that was at SummerSlam, but that was that. I remember that matchup that you're yeah. talking about. That's to me. That was like one of the best women hardcore matches I've ever seen, man. Uh, but I think this what Charlotte needs, man. I think this will launch launch her to to the next level, man. Going with this new monarch of queen of all eras, looking to prove another point as well, man. Just not the queen. I'm about to be the queen of all eras. You know what I'm saying? That's going to help her. That's just definitely going to help her launch, you know, her career. And and I don't think she's going to, I don't think she has even reached her peak yet. I think she has still more room to grow for uh, Charlotte, man. I mean, we'll we'll agree to disagree, and I think this will be a fun debate leading into SummerSlam. You know, because for me, and and again, I I actually as I've 
as a as fan booking, yeah, you know, I feel like this really works. And as a fun match to see, like, hey, take these two icons from two separate eras and put them against each other and see what happens. It's really cool that we get to see Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely, you know, think that it's great yeah. from that standpoint. I just think looking at it, one. With Trish Stratus, I put her on such a high level. Like, to me, I think she's the greatest women's wrestler of all time. That That's for me because that's who I saw. You know, like a lot of people talk about Jordan versus LeBron. Depending on who you saw in your era, that's the person you're going to put on top. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. though Jordan is the best, but whatever. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, for for this, you know, for me, you know, I know, you know, there, there's so many people. You could say Mae Young. You know, you could say Moolah. You know, you could say Alundra Blaze. You know, it depends on who you saw. So, for me, it was Trish Stratus. And Trish Stratus to this day is she... To me, her and Lita are the women's revolution. Women's evolution, like that's mm-hmm. that's where it really started to me because they are the ones that changed the game to make you say, "Hey, they can have main event matches. They can be just as good as the men." So for her to end her career in, in such a way to where you're like, she went out winning the championship, like that's awesome. So I had a little bit of like, oh, she's gonna come back and lose to Charlotte. I feel like she's gonna lose. It's like she's gonna come back and lose to Charlotte. Yes. Charlotte's got everything yes. already, and now no, she here we go. It. She's getting no. Yes, she, she does. does. No, she she had no business. Hold on, hold on. You and me talked about this when it came to WrestleMania, and we both said Charlotte should not be in that matchup and the triple threat matchup. It should not have been made as a triple threat. It should have been Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. But of course, she's Charlotte Flair, yeah. so she gets into that matchup, and that. It was probably the plan beforehand was to have Charlotte and Ronda versus even Becky be in the matchup. So Charlotte was going to be the one to get the Ronda Rousey match. And now she's getting the Trish Stratus match. Like, I just feel like, and she has, she, I guess part of my point too is that Charlotte is already in that elite status. Like, she's already <laughs> great. Like, I mean, I don't see how much higher I can view Charlotte. To me, see, see, the problem era, is, the problem is, you don't want to see reality because you just want to see just Trish Stratus just be and just leave, leave it all on top. Well, I think that's yes, what it is. That's man. true. That is but true. Everybody that, I think has that would fallen, be cool. You know what I'm saying? The Rock, Stone Cold. Everybody's got to have their day. Absolutely, absolutely. You're you're not wrong in that. That that's part of it for me. It's like, man, it'd be cool for Trish Stratus to have just ended her career in that way. But also, I would say this though: if she is gonna come back, and if she is gonna give somebody the rub, then does it have to be somebody who's to me, to me personally, to me, is already made? She's already set. She's already okay. ascended. To this elite, it's one point. or other person I will mention. It wouldn't be Bailey. It would just be Sasha Banks. That's, that's what. It. Okay, so that's what. Uh, and I will leave it at that. Yes. All right. Yes. Sasha Banks or Charlotte. Okay, but Thank Sasha you. Banks ain't here. Yes, and that's so, why so, I didn't let, bring her up. That's why I didn't want to bring her up. You but brought definitely, it up, man. Go ahead and be that, real with me. Well, just to, <laughs> because Sasha, for me, I feel like this is. It, this kind of goes along with you know her not being there and feeling like certain things didn't happen. I feel like they were building. Charlotte and Sasha, or not Charlotte and Sasha, Trish and Sasha subtly in the Royal Rumble. They had that moment, right? And so I'm like, ooh, okay, because yeah. they had the like face off, and uh, Sasha had mocked her like little pose and stuff, and it just it was like cool. I was like, this this is it. This is the mm-hmm. one. This is the matchup that if Trish Stratus is going to come back, this is the one I want to see. 
Um, but Sasha's not there right now, so I can understand why. And it, and the and SummerSlam is in Toronto, so it just the timing and everything. Like I get it for why Sasha's not there, so I can't be mad right now about it not being Trish versus Sasha. If this is the time Trish is going to be back, that's why. But you know, perfect world, absolutely, man. Like yeah. Sasha Banks is really oh, the person yeah. I feel like would have benefited yeah. from going. That, that was Trish. just a tease when we saw at the Royal Rumble. But, uh, yeah, but it was great, man. It was a great tease. Everybody yep. was saying this is awesome because of that singular moment right there. It's like everything yeah. just froze around. You just saw these two, you know, just oars is clashing. Like, oh, my God. It's like it will be a passing of the torch right here. But, yeah, you know, I'm willing to have a Charlotte and Trish Stratus match. Yeah. I, can I feel like that. she don't need it. I feel like she don't need it. Uh, what about Becky versus Trish Stratus? Because Becky's like... She her her how her popularity. There's still a lot of fans of Becky. You can still hear the cheers, but it's not like it was with Ronda nah. Rousey. And then so, the way they're booking Becky too, man. I'm just they're kind of booking her like I, I don't know, hillish at times. It's it's weird. Well, right how about now. this? We'll 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 hold on to our thoughts on, yeah, on yeah. Becky for when we get into okay. her matchup with Natalia. But I just throw that out there because I feel like again. Instead of Charlotte giving giving someone else that rub from Tristratus that maybe could, you know, that has room to catch up to even Charlotte, you know, yeah. like if you use that to help somebody else ascend to that level, I think that would have been a better use of Tristratus' last match. It's like Undertaker right now, like, you know, giving Elias the rub, you know, or Drew McIntyre the rub. Like, those guys could really stand to benefit from that. But Roman versus Undertaker, you know, we saw that. And it's like, did yep. Roman really even need that matchup? Because he's already he's already the face of the company. So that, that's my only thought there. But um, we'll just agree to disagree a little bit on that. And we'll, we'll have plenty of time to talk about this a little bit more on future podcasts. Yeah. I, I was wondering, you know, when we was going to have our next debate, felt like we were just overdue for one. Ever since that massive Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. Oh man, yep, yep. This this isn't quite to that level. Oh no, uh, no. for sure. Hey, no, it's but... not. We, we was both on ten on that one. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, man. That was that was that was something. That was one that for the ages for sure. Yep. I would oh, say to man. our listeners, if you ever want to hear a hot debate between us, go and listen back to the uh, Johnny Gargano Adam Cole debate. It's probably one of our highest episodes to listen to for, 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 for certain reasons because, you know, we <laughs> both were just on opposite ends of the spectrum, you yes. know, about one feeling into another. But in the end, we, we came to agree to disagree, you know. That's just what it had to be. Yeah, That's just what it, it, had, had to be. it had to be. <laughs> that was the only way <laughs> we was going to see, see eye to eye. Oh, <laughs> Oh, man. Well, let's keep it rolling with the the uh, SummerSlam card here. So the United States Championship is going to be defended by AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Um, this week on Raw, Ricochet won a gauntlet match, um, which it kind of felt predictable since Ricochet wasn't one of the first people. He was yeah. the last guy to be yep. there. Um, started out with Rey Mysterio and Cesaro. Rey Mysterio beat Cesaro, which I was kind of pissed about, to be honest with you. Because, again, Cesaro <laughs> yeah. doesn't need to be losing a Rey Mysterio. He does like that, that dude is strong. Is... He, just, he could just uppercut him to death. And he Seriously. Just, I could I just finish this dude with an uppercut. Yeah. Throw him in the air, uppercut, discounted ref, one, two, three. I'll get just, it. 
Exactly. It was just nonsense to me for Rey Mysterio to beat. I was just, I was so mad. I was so mad. I feel like I'm underselling how pissed off I was. You like, are. And, and, I, and I, look, I have the utmost respect for Rey Mysterio and what he's done and the cruiserweight division and all that. I feel like he should just go to 205 Live and help to try to, to elevate that group because, you know, him beating guys like Cesaro right now, I just, I feel like, why? Like, why is Rey Mysterio doing, you know, beating him, beating Samoa Joe, guys like that? It just doesn't make sense to me. So, he beat Cesaro, then here comes Sami Zayn, and he pinned Sami Zayn in like two seconds, yeah. and now I'm just like further pissed off. Uh, so then when Andrade comes out, I'm so happy because I'm like, oh, hell no. There is no way he's beating Andrade right now. Sure enough, Andrade, my man, came through. Andrade Cien Almas, I forgot, I almost, almost didn't say his full name. Andrade Cien Almas came out, came through. Hey, hey hold and, on, hold uh, on, hold on. Watch this, watch this. Andrade. I just said it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> But you didn't say his full name, still. Oh, okay. Andrade <laughs> Cien Almas. Bam. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. I'm proud of you. I'm uh, proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's, it's a great oh, accomplishment man. right there. Oh, my goodness. It took forever. And you know who helped oh, me with God. it? It was my daughter. So, shout out to my girls. To my uh, to my girls that helped me out. We was watching uh, we was watching Monday Night Raw. And I'm like, I can't say it. And it was like, they just said it. So, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, it does make sense. How did that even block my mind? Like, okay, but, you know, my daughter's helped me out, so shout out to my two girls. Oh, man. Well, thank, the t- thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> to your daughters right. for helping. My yeah. friend Devin be able to say Andrade. Yes. With confidence. With confidence, <laughs> yes. <laughs> with confidence. That's great. That is great. Oh, my goodness. All right, well, Andrade, <laughs> Andrade Cien Almas <laughs> went and put the boots to Rey Mysterio in this matchup. Uh, I mean, basically, I know there was more that happened in the match, but the only thing in my mind that I can picture is this Andrade stomping the crap out of Rey Mysterio, basically, and ripping his mask off completely, yes. um, just to the point where his face was exposed for a second, and yeah. then Rey Mysterio got his hands up and covered up his face. Um, and then Ricochet came out. Ricochet came out, kind of rescued Rey Mysterio. They went to break, came back. Ricochet and Andrade had a great matchup. Uh, in the end, Ricochet went over, pinned Andrade. And now Ricochet is the number one contender for AJ Styles. Um, so I'm excited to see this matchup again. I mean, I feel like, again, it was predictable the way it happened. So it was. The, it was. The, but it was still a good uh, still a good match between Ricochet and, and a match between uh, Andrade, Cien Almas, yeah. against Rey yeah. Mysterio. Yep. So, um, how are you feeling about this overall? Because, like I said, I am excited about this matchup. I'm, I'm feeling like, I mean, with this being, what is it, technically the third time that they're wrestling over the you know, the United States Championship? Uh, it is. Like, it how is. do you feel about that, like, them having another matchup at a, at a pay-per-view? Uh, I, I'm fine about this, man. I, I love the chemistry they have. I think they're going to have, like, they, this can possibly, possibly, you know, uh, you know steal the show. Steal the show. I think, man, because these guys can, you know, go, especially AJ Styles. And I love his promo. I think it was in, yeah, it was on uh, Monday Night Raw. Where I think they was back there celebrating, talking about, yeah, you know, I got my match against Ricochet. You know, br- you know, bless his little heart. You know, I bless just, his little heart. <laughs> oh I just keep God. on, you know, beating him up. Oh, man. I, I just love AJ. I just, mm-hmm. that, this is one of my, that is my favorite active, uh, active favorite wrestler, man. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and I'm and I love how he's gonna have a, a match with Ricochet and Ricochet. I think hopefully AJ Styles stays over. I think he still needs to keep that belt. 
make you feel important, make you feel special. So I think it would be to service him to just flip, flop it back to Ricochet. So just in a way, I, I, it can still extend the rivalry between these two as well. Now, overall, do you think that the the buildup for this matchup leading into SummerSlam is has been good enough? Do you think they could have done more? I think like, they could have done more, that? but I know I heard, you know, Ricochet, he was hurt. That's the reason why he wasn't on the reunion special, okay. because I think he had a staph infection in his elbow or something like that. So it's, that's the reason why Seth Rollins was in that match. It was actually supposed to be Ricochet. And DX and the click and NWO and all them oh, in that situation. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that would have that would have been a little bit better. Exactly. Like. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, and I think it could have just furthered the story. So uh, with that, I think that would have helped. But you know, it is what it is because these guys are going to have a fantastic All Star match as well. Agree. Agreed. I think uh, that could be match of the night for sure as far mm-hmm. as pure wrestling goes and then going back and forth and the pace that they're going to go at is going to be a lot of fun. And if it's early on in the in the card, then the crowd will have a lot of energy still. And so we could be looking at, you know, the crowd really being into it, maybe some dueling chance, hopefully, and them just having a good time with it. So definitely um, I'm looking forward to that matchup a lot. Uh, I agree with you story wise. It could have been a little bit more done yeah. um, to get you into it. And hopefully on the because. This next Raw will be the the last Raw before yep. SummerSlam, right? Yep. Yeah, so they got one they got one more show to try to build it up just a little bit more. So, you know, we'll see what, what they do with that. But overall, even without that, I am excited just cuz I'm a fan of both of these guys and what they can do Me in the too. ring. Uh so yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. So, this next one, I think this might be one of the most interesting things going on right now. Finn Balor versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Uh, it's been quite a lot going on yeah. uh, this past week uh, regarding both of these guys. Uh, Finn Balor, he's been on a downslide for sure. You can kind of feel it like, you know, he's been craving a win, needing a win, and Bray yeah. Wyatt has just been tormenting the hell out of this dude. Um, Get inside just, his head. Yeah, yeah. On SmackDown, you know, he interrupted his matchup. The lights went out in the middle of him versus Dolph Ziggler, yep. uh, Finn Balor versus Dolph Ziggler. And uh, I guess he was on, you couldn't really see where he was, but Bray was there in the Fiend getup. Um, I think it was at the ramp because yeah, when the been lights the came the back entrance. on, yeah, Finn Balor was looking that way. So I, I would have to assume he was on the ramp, but yeah. they didn't really show us the, the surroundings. No, so, they just had an um, up close picture of him. Yep, you know, yep, so, he could, so you couldn't even really tell where he was. Where he was. Nope, nope. You just saw him looking crazy as hell with that mask. Um, lights came back on. Dolph Ziggler hit the super kick, and Finn Balor took the pin. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really, I think with this matchup, why I say it's interesting is because this feels like, you know, Finn Balor is on such a downward slope that if he loses this, that break that they're talking about him taking just makes so much sense. That you know he would need to take some time away, and Bray is just just so hot right now yeah. that you know it just feels like there is no way Finn Balor is winning this matchup. Nah. Um, it, it just they they I don't know if they're even gonna try to try to sell us that Finn could win this matchup. The only way they could do that, I think, is if Finn says he's bringing the demon. Then yep, maybe that's some the only people way. would say that's the only way. Yeah, uh, like, uh, all right. Otherwise, it's gonna be predictable. But maybe he'll. Maybe Bray would get inside his head, actually break this man down. Yeah. And you yeah. don't understand why he took that long absence. That's the only way I see it. Yep. I feel like in my head right now, I'm picturing, uh, I don't know, this for comic book fans will probably appreciate this, but um, Batman and Bane. Ooh. You know, and like yeah. how Bane broke Batman's back. Yes. And Batman was just 
gone and yes. he had to rebuild himself and come back stronger in order to finally take Bane down. Like this feels similar to that. Now, you know, people have mixed feelings on the Dark Knight Rises and I totally don't blame you. You know, it's not the best, best interpretation of that story. But essentially, I just love the idea of someone finally taking down yeah. the, the hero. You know, at that point, like usually the hero always finds a way to, to beat the villain. But this was one of the first times where, you know, one of the top heroes in, in comics history, Batman, was broken. Because Bane you know, wanted you... to smoke and he served his ass and gave him a <laughs> yeah. monologue, monologue ass whooping. Oh, technicality. Oh. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like that's what's coming for Finn. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are just going to be like, you know, just just feeling the pain of, of what Finn is going through. And yeah. Bray is just going to torment him in that ring. And Finn is just going to have no chance. He's yeah. going to have no chance against him. Maybe he has a moment here and there. But essentially, I see just destruction. I don't know, man. I, I would like to see some fear. Like, maybe he'll kind of sell it. Like, yeah. man, like, we never seen been like this he's actually looks scared he doesn't look like yeah. he's ready to fight the fiend like something yeah. like that that would be totally awesome it'll, it'll make it believable the reason why he lost and, and and i'm like cool now he could take this long absence rebuild himself rebrand himself or so so to speak and you know continue to, that story yep yep yeah man i'm i'm and i'm excited for finn's return and like you know, maybe just re- um, re-energizing Finn, basically, because yeah. I think he does need something. You know, so this break, this break. Hopefully, they come up with some good storyline to to bring him back. Yeah. Um, whether it's as a heel or as a face, I mean, we talked about a heel Finn would be awesome with the club. Like, I would Hell just yeah. love that. Man. I think that'd be great. Heel Finn, if you've never seen it before, you know, check out YouTube with him and the club in Japan. I mean, yes. he started the club and he yes. was a heel at the time. One, um, of, the, one just, of the founders, him and Carl yep. Anderson are the co-founders of the club. Of the club, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of funny. When they say the original with this OC thing, I'm like, <laughs> well, guys. That doesn't actually, apply to AJ Styles. Yeah, Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows, right. <laughs> like, Finn is actually the original. Yeah. Finn is the one. Yeah. I mean, you could give Carl Anderson that, but AJ replaced Finn. Yeah. So. You know, well, whatever. We'll see. I'll, that'll that'll be great for a storyline thing too. At some point, you know, if they have Finn and AJ kind of be at odds in the group, which oh, oh that would like it would just that would so just amazing. look awesome, man. Just some dissension, like yeah. you know, you see like that. You can see the Luke and Gallows just kind of agreeing with Finn. Like it makes sense. Actually, AJ Styles getting jealous, so they could play off that. Oh, yeah, man. we could write this, dude. Serious? Oh my god! Oh my god! The like, idea. Just give it a script. Just well, give it a script. Something like that writes itself. That's the thing. Yeah. Like the storyline writes itself because it's there. They it have is. so much history. It so is. you know, it's yeah. just a matter of doing it. Just saying, hey, all right, we're not going to wait until this is too late. Like you know, with some of these other storylines, when we talk about Shawn Michaels and, and Dolph Ziggler, like in this situation, they're still both in their prime right now. So hopefully, they capitalize on that sooner rather yeah. than later. All right, moving forward now. We got Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. This week, mercifully, we did oh. not have Shane McMahon on television. He uh, had one moment. I should say he was on television, but via satellite. Yeah. Uh, said, I'm not going to be here. I'm with my life coach. Good damn And promo. he's help, yeah, helping to center him and find his, his zen or whatever. <laughs> and Kevin Owens ran with that, man. That was pretty cool. Just him going out and saying, well, with your life coach or whatever, whatever you're doing, um, you know, we, we, we're, we'll we all find a way to get through this. You know, us and the fans, you know, we could do this. We can prevail. We can thrive. 
Um, so I don't know. I, I liked Kevin Owens opening promo, just kind of getting uh, the the fans kind of uh, behind him more yeah. by going at Shane more and just face Kevin Owens. I, I did not years ago when he had when he had first come into the the WWE. Going against John Cena, I felt like, man, this is a great heel. Yeah, you know, oh, and hell, all yeah. throughout that that run, I'm like, man, this dude, he's a heel. Like, I don't know if I could ever see him as a face, um, but here, he's doing a damn good job yes. as a face. Like, he he's just got it, man. I, I totally agree, man. This, I think, the start of this uh, show for SmackDown, it, it was awesome because we got the best news ever that you know Shane wasn't going to be there. So hats off the to Eric Bischoff for writing that shit right away. He's like, I'm yeah. gonna take care of this. I'm gonna nip this in the bud, <laughs> get it out. You're gonna do a you're gonna do a promo, but VIA satellites we don't even need you to be here. <laughs> Here's the script. Say you're gonna be here because of your life coach, which was funny right. as well. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why he said, you know, he's not there because this life coach told him not to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and oh, I man. love, you know, this Kevin Owens just, you know, just going with it. He, I don't know. It was he had some fake tears in his eyes. It looked like he, a little bit. Yeah, he was just playing off the emotion because yeah. he because Shane kept saying like I know some people are going to be upset. Exactly. That I'm not there, you know. And fans, of course, are booing that. So Kevin Owens plays off that. He's like, "We'll all get through this. We will all find a way." I know it's hard, you know me. I feel the same way you do. You know, it's going to be tough. Shane, don't worry. We'll hang in there. We'll get but through then he this. flipped it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's and like, he flipped it. He's <laughs> like, you know, when the one good thing that's going to come out of this is this show is going to be about the talent. It's not going to be about seeing your stupid face. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, all right, there we go. That's the truth right there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So basically, I, I, I love how the way that that was the first promo. And I was excited. I think I tweeted that as well. Like, that was Shane McMahon's best damn promo ever. You know, bravo. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you was. It was. I'm gonna spit up my coffee, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best promo ever. It, it was true because <laughs> it, it, it was. It was short. It was sweet. It was to the point, and you wasn't even there. <laughs> you didn't have to be there. So oh, best wow. damn promo ever, Shane McMahon. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, man. So how how do you feel overall about the build up of this one, man? They've done a lot. They put a lot of they work did, into building did. up this match. I'm so. just. I'm just waiting to get this over i you know I'm, I'm all for seeing what's next for uh kevin owens like i'm excited so just get me yeah. i'm just excited for it to see what's next you know, like all right i already know that hopefully they're gonna nip this in the bud and kevin owens and move on something else because i don't see him losing saying you know i quit or whatever shame man says he's no. gonna say like he's best in the world he's the better man he's gonna say i quit no. yeah right yeah, whatever no way ain't no, no way, way you're gonna sell me on that <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't believe that either. I think this week, you know, the buildup of the of the storyline was good. Yeah. I think that uh, Shane McMahon not being there was great from a from a overall perspective. Like just having the time for other superstars versus Shane dominating uh, the time, I thought was great. Um, for Kevin Owens, I felt like the that he. I don't know if it really built up his story more. What happened today? Mm-hmm. I just feel like we're. He's already kind of gotten me to buy into him. Yeah. So now at this point, it's just about like, you know, just put on good matches and continue to entertain me yeah. basically. And, just and take keep, me to SummerSlam. Keep it at a high. Right. Yeah, just give me to SummerSlam. Like I almost feel, I almost wish that we were, like you said, like we were there. Yep. Because with this one, 
I think it's it's at a peak to a point where it can't go any higher than where it's at right now. So for me, it's this this matchup just needs to happen. It does. ASAP. It, it that, does. That, like, that definitely give is it to me. Here. I'm pretty sure it will be good because you know I still give credit when it's due. You know, Shane McMahon can still make it exciting. I can't yeah. say like, oh man, that was a boring Shane McMahon match. I, I'm pretty no, sure because you never know what Shane's gonna exactly, do. So, man, you know, exactly, man. Exactly. It does make it fun. Yeah, for sure. yeah. For so sure. I'm pretty sure you know it, it will be entertaining at least, and you know, but let's just get this over with and move right along. Exactly. And moving right along, let's go over to the SmackDown Women's Championship matchup and talk about how that went this week, uh, or the the build up to that matchup. Bailey and Ember Moon. Um, also on SmackDown, Bailey. Oh, what was it? A tag team matchup that they had. Yep. Um, it was Bailey and Ember versus uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Yeah. Um, which I guess somewhat surprisingly, uh, Ember Moon took a pin on yeah. this in this matchup. From Alexa Bliss. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect that. I Me thought either. you know there, there's a, a bunch of ways where I thought this could go, yeah. but I did not see that team taking a pin. Maybe some kind of DQ thing or them winning. Um, like one of them is about to like Bailey's about to do the Bailey to belly, but then Ember Moon tags herself in, you know, and takes credit for the win or vice versa, something like that. Yeah. Um, but to have Alexa Bliss beat Bailey, it was funny. Uh, Corey Graves was like, "Yeah, now put her in the match." And I'm like, uh, "What? <laughs> Don't do that now. Come on, come on." But it almost felt that way. Like for yeah. for Alexa to get the win, it's kind of like so. What does that do now? Do you do you? Do you put Alexa in the matchup? Like, I think you do because what are you going to do with uh, Alexa then? Like, what right. does she does else? I think it just makes sense. But at the expense of Ember Moon, yeah. I, I don't agree with that, man. That that don't even that's a booking mess right there. Especially when she didn't even, even you know really earn the number one contendership. She was just pretty much chosen. She was handed it. Yeah. She handed it. Yeah, and even, Bailey, said even it Bailey said it, and it made yeah. sense. It was like, yeah, you didn't, you know, remember the only reason why you're here because I picked you. <laughs> right. So, and then for her to take a pin, you know, they even make her even look super weak like that. So, like, uh, yeah, so it, 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 that didn't sit well with, with me, but it just makes sense for Alexa Bliss to go over. When that yeah. makes sense to Alexa Bliss to go, it just makes sense for Alexa Bliss to get into the uh, SummerSlam. To man. the matchup now yeah. since they did that. Yep. Yeah. And with Corey Graves saying that, too, I was just like, hmm, it may turn this into a triple threat, you know, just to give Alexa something to do, too, at the pay-per-view. And, yeah. you know, her – because if Ember Moon should win and beating Bailey and Alexa in the same matchup would look pretty good. You know, if you're going to make up for Ember Moon having to take the pin right now – that would be a good way to pick her back up is yeah. to say that she beat both of them in the same night. So that could be pretty cool. But, um, yeah, storyline-wise and how this kind of affected the the buildup, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm torn on this. Like Bailey, again, I feel like she in this storyline is not – It's I don't, I don't feel like this is doing anything for Bailey. No, it's I'll not. just say it. <laughs> I feel like with, with – this week again, it was just like her just kind of going through the motions and you know being the the positive person she is, but trying to show a little bit of edge with Ember. Um, and I just there's something about it that I just didn't buy into. It just seems like talking, off. That's what it yeah. seems. It just seems natural. Like she's trying to warn Ember Moon in the back, like, hey, if you pull that stuff again this week, like you better watch out. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe you. Like I feel like Ember Moon would just. Smack, like, do just do it again. Like, if you tried to do something to Ember Moon, if Bailey tried 
to teach Ember a lesson. I just felt like it wouldn't happen. The way she said it, you know, I didn't buy it. Yeah. And then uh, in the matchup, or after the matchup, after Ember Moon took the pin, and Bailey helps her up, and then she does the Bailey to Belly to Ember Moon, and then she's looking at the crowd, and she's like, "Hey, you know, it was a, uh, it was, I was just paying her back, you know." And it almost seemed like she was telling people in the crowd, like, you know, calm down, like I'm not turning heel, quote yeah. unquote, like, you know, I'm just. And I just felt like what it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. Um, and I'm a fan of Bailey, like I like Bailey a lot, but it just this story. I was hoping. You know, being done with the um, Alexa, Nikki Cross storyline and kind of being a third wheel in that storyline, in my opinion, you know, going, getting past that and going into this Ember Moon uh, matchup, it would give her an opportunity to be in a real storyline where they're, they're, you know, helping to build up Bailey a little bit more, too, and giving her a real solid storyline to to sink her teeth into. And this just doesn't seem like... It either you know yeah. as a from a storyline perspective from a matchup perspective i'm excited about it because we haven't seen it before and it should be fun to watch ember versus bailey but story-wise this week definitely didn't do anything yeah, for even me the for bill the was like kind of like she was like i'm gonna be the good champ i'm gonna pick i'm like how about we just do a, a number one contender contendership match for it to yeah. find out and then have ember go over and just build from there but no they went around this oddball way of trying to put a SummerSlam match together and it really does not even working out for both of them really now especially Ember or Bailey man you know see like last week I thought it benefited Ember you know like the storyline was helping to put her over because she did the eclipse to Charlotte and Bailey yeah you know like her uh taking taking on Charlotte I thought definitely was was elevating Ember because, again, I mean, I talked about the way I feel about Charlotte. I feel like she's there. She's, like, one of the elite ones already. Yeah. So, for for her to go against anybody, especially someone like Ember now, who hasn't really done much on, on the main roster yet, I thought that that was, that was huge. And then for Ember to basically go over Charlotte and Bailey in that moment, I'm like, okay, story-wise, I think this is helping Ember, you know, to look more solid, more like a like a true uh, uh, threat yeah. to Bailey's title. So I really liked that last week's buildup. This week, it just felt like it undid all of that. Because now she's taking this pin in this way that you're just like, well, if she could just get beaten like that. And and then Bailey then does the ba- Bailey, Bailey, Bailey to Belly. Yeah. It's just like, all right, well, now we're back at square one, basically. Like, what was that? Uh, like, you just yeah. got... It's like, you just got this double pin double not double pin but just got a double finisher like man okay twice you got you got pin yeah then, beaten basically then yep. you get for the yep. okie doke from bailey of all people and yeah. just gave you a belly to belly like huh like what like yep. what are we doing but i will and ask you this though yeah. because this is what like it, it because of that i i kind of just pinpoint on something like nikki cross and Alexa Bliss starting to build some nice chemistry. And I think this is building towards a face run for Alexa Bliss. Like, Nikki Cross is going to turn on her. That's what I see. Like, what do you see with that? Um, hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I, I feel like it's still going to be Alexa versus Nikki, but Alexa is the heel still and Nikki is the face. Because, you know, Nikki is totally bought into Alexa. But I like, I would prefer... It this way, it kind of reminds me of the Miz and Shane. Mm-hmm. You know, like we we were both seeing a turn coming, and you had talked about like it would be more interesting if if Shane were to turn on the Miz, whereas 
by history, usually it would have been Miz turning on Shane. Yeah. And same thing here. Like we've seen Alexa Bliss turn so many times um, on on whoever she yeah. befriends, quote unquote. Yep. So the the fresh take on it would be Nikki Cross turning and being a heel. Um, and I like that. And I, I hope that is the case. Um, I just it's one of those things I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. But for right now, I'm still kind of on the on the side of I think eventually it'll be Nikki Cross coming to her senses and seeing that Alexa's been using her all this time um, mm-hmm. and just wow. doing that same old storyline. But I, I hope you're right because I think that'd be more interesting. Yeah, man, 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 my spider senses are tingling, man. Like something about that, like it would fit well with Nikki Cross' character too. Like, yeah. like I told you, I want. It's like she could say, I told you, I wanted to play uh, Lexi, so she's just been playing yeah. with her, man, the whole time. Like yeah. you know, just getting to know her, just befriending her. You see how they starting to become close now. When we had this moment of bliss, they're sipping their coffee together now, and then even with that win, you see, I think Lex, you know, Alexa Bliss kind of buying into it when they kind of walking off celebrating. She pointing to her and her, uh, her, the Nikki and herself, you know, saying like we yeah. both did this, we both got you, that uh, we both got got you, Ember Moon. So I'm kind of just pinpointing pointing these sequences that's going on like uh maybe this is added up to something i like that i like that you know it's, it's i guess you you're adopting some of that that uh 3d logic oh yes that you like to talk yes about. <laughs> yes that 3d beast perspective man like oh yes I'm, this is i'm starting to pinpoint I'm, i think i cracked the formula on that now <laughs> yeah I, hey I, I like it i like it i feel like that would be way more interesting than them doing the same thing over and over again and having alexa be you know betray another friend you know yeah. do what she did to naya and mickey james and all these people you know so that would be the fresh take for sure um so yeah i guess the only thing with that is alexa bliss as a face like i wonder how well that'll work because she's a great heel and i think she's a good tweener yeah but as a full-blown face i don't know like i don't I can't visualize that. I can't picture that right now. Um, so I'm curious how they would do that. You know, how would they would play it? Um, you know, her as, as a face. We talked about Kevin Owens earlier, and I had, I had I had a hard time seeing that too. Yeah. Um, so with Alexa, you know, maybe she'll surprise and, and just be because the only time I remember her as a face was in NXT when she was like completely positive and a completely different character, and it was borderline just cheerleader. You know, she was really green at that time. Um, you know, just now we didn't really know much about her. And so it was easy to just kind of say, oh, look at this innocent person, blah, blah, blah. But with everything Alexa Bliss has done, she's well past being, you know, an innocent, you know, positive, right. almost, you know, Bailey is basically that. Right. So I don't for Alexa, it'll be interesting to see her as a face and what kind of character she'll adopt. Um, I think it which, would be different, man. And it would just add more layer to her, another layer to her character too, like something you've never say, seen yeah. before. Like and either either, be either it's a tweener or a face. I think it can naturally fit with her character. Yep, yep. As I'm as I was saying that, I was like that that it interests me. You know yeah. that intrigues me. The fact that I'm not sure what that would look like. It would make me want to tune in to see like what does a face Alexa Bliss look like. Like if at SummerSlam. If Nikki turns and I'll be like, man, what what is Alexa going to do on Raw? Like, I want to see what this looks like and her, you know, having the fans behind her and, you know, cheering her on and her, you know, just just being on the other side of 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 what she's usually on when she's the heel. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm interested in that. Interested in that for sure. All right. Um, so we've gone through a lot of this, but we got some of the main, uh, storylines that have been going on. So 
Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, which in my mind, oh I think that's my that's my main event. Yes. I think that's yes, my main event. It is. Same here as well. I got yeah. I got the chills during that promo for SmackDown, bro. Man. Well talk about it, man. Oh, talk about what you what you saw. I love every bit of that promo, the way they just kinda use that stupid, stupid, stupid for full circle was the <laughs> thing of beauty. That was a masterpiece. It was perfect. Whoever yeah. Shout out to the editor who just who just did a Mozart on that thing. I yep. I, I got nothing bad to talk about it, man. Just all great things of of that of that promo, man. Just you know, just getting in the mindset of the Viper, just letting you know, like, all right, let's talk about two thousand and nine. He's just going down his list of accolades. Like I was already the IC champ, the you know tag team champ. I main evented WrestleMania. I had matches with Undertaker. Like just going down the list, and then you know comparing it to Kofi, it's like man, he was just learning different dance moves. He was had a fake Jamaican accent. All I had to be <laughs> was Randy Orton. I'm a third. I'm a third generational, you know, superstar. It's like that's all I had to be. It was just, man, just a thing of beauty. And for him, just to say, you know, now he wants to face me for the WWE title. Stupid, stupid. St- I was like, oh my <laughs> god, dude. Just all right, just get mad. I just want to see the match now, bro. Let's just get I, to I, it. Right, yo. right. If I could pay for it for this, I'll pay for this pay per view, man. Because because of that, man. It was just, yeah. It was just a thing of beauty, man. From a botch spot to use that for the the catalyst of this of this rivalry is perfect bro and and if he gets his title i'll be i'll be excited if he gets i wouldn't even be pissed off man no i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah this could go either way and i'd be fine with it yeah yep yeah man so what are your thoughts man just because i know this is your your favorite post attitude era post attitude era yep yep this is my dude man randy orton so when he when he went through this, he said so. Kofi Kingston says this all started in a nineteen ninety. What do you say? Two thousand nine. Ninety six. Two thousand nine. Okay, I'm going way yeah. back. In two thousand nine, <laughs> he said it went it went back to two thousand nine. I said, well, let's go back to two thousand nine. By two thousand nine, I had done and he listed everything. I had had matches with you know Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Mick Foley, and I won a Royal Rumble, and yeah. I main event at WrestleMania, and I was World Heavyweight Champion and WWE Champion. I had done it all. I was like, damn, yeah, like he is right. Facts. He's he's this list of right. facts. <laughs> Just everything he had done. I'm like, man, this dude had done it all at that point. And then he said, yeah, and Kofi, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready at that time. You know, and the way they used the stupid line in the middle of it, like I just the whole time I, I was just thinking to myself, this is perfect like bravo <laughs> like i am i am locked in my my eyes are glued to the screen i'm hanging on every word he was saying yes um and just the just the build up with this package i just felt like was just it, it made like you said basically this is worth the price of admission right here yes. just this matchup you know so i was just completely into it um you know randy just just his whole vibe through it, you know, I just felt like over and over again, he just kept saying facts on facts on facts oh. about Kofi Kingston. Oh. Just kept hitting us with with uh, with things that was like, yeah, he's right, yeah, he's right. Like the fact when he brought up Ali and he said, and then let's flash forward to to the uh, new Kofi know, Kingston, to, 2019, to the new Kofi Kingston, <laughs> oh, what, the man. new Kofi Kingston, oh, Ali, God, and bro. he wasn't ready. And I decided <laughs> to put my foot so deep inside of his eye socket, I was like, whoa, like this. You know, and then I took him out too because he just wasn't ready. And then, then who replaced him? 
Kofi Kingston, and I didn't even get a thank you. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, damn bro. Like, <laughs> you know, you, you kind of a, 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 a part of my language, but kind of a dick saying this, yeah. but. But arrogant as hell, man. He kind of does owe you a thank you in a way because none of this happens. Kofi Mania doesn't happen. None of this happens if you didn't do what you did. So it it just it was just so perfect, man. And the way he said it too, he was like, "Man, it's like I I, like like I gave you the WWE. I I can't give him a thank you." Like he seemed yeah. disrespected by that, <laughs> by that, because he didn't even get an actual. He didn't appreciate it. He didn't get. He just you felt that. Like you right. felt like, dude, you kind of, you know what? I'm gonna agree with Randy. You did. You could have gave him a thank you. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, looking at it from Kofi Kingston's perspective, like it's like, damn that. Like I went out there and I wanted, and I'm not thanking this dude who's trying to clown me right now. Like call me stupid, and now I'm supposed to thank him for put. No, I, I oh, wanted like he can, man. he can. He, Kick rocks, like I don't even care. So I can see it from both guys' perspectives, but it's just the way Randy put it. You're yes. like, you know, this dude has a point. None of this happens because he's just him. listing all facts. Like all I had to do was just be Randy Orton. Like you look at you, you learning all the dance yeah. moves and all this, and <laughs> then and he was like, you see, that? like you see oh, what happened when God. you piss me off. You get sit right to the back of the bottom of the barrel. I was like, damn, <laughs> yeah, damn, Randy, like calm down, bro. Oh my god, he's so Randy's just so good, man. He's so good. Yes. Like whenever they they call on him to to show up and to do something, man. Like he's there. There's been a couple moments where I felt like maybe Randy was a little disinterested. You know, he had a couple strings there, but for the most part, especially recently, man. Like Randy, when they call him and they say, "Hey, man, Randy, we need you to do this. We need you to be in the match with Kofi Kingston. We need you to do this thing with Triple H, whatever." He just he he finds a way. He doesn't with AJ Styles, for instance. His promo work has just gotten to the point where it's just on another level now. Yeah. Like, but in a in a in a very smooth and simple way. Like he could say a couple of words and he just got you saying, What? What did he just say? Yeah, yeah man. This is he's that dude. Yep. Randy's like, that all I dude. gotta do is just hit you with the most destructive move in sports. Three letters and wrestling. Yeah. Sports yeah. entertainment. Yeah, sport. RK. I was yeah. like, oh my God, bro. I was like, Yeah, man. Yeah, but shout out to Kofi, man, because this this is gonna play out well, man. The story is there. You feel the heat from both of these guys, you know. Yes. Kofi here to prove a point, Randy here just to just to prove his point, like to say you're yep. not ready. You know, yep. it's it's I can't wait for this, man. Like like you said, this is this is our main event. This, yeah. this should be the main event for some. This is this is the main like, event. I, I, when can we have yeah. the WWE title be a main event again? That's that is a thing. Let's talk apparently. about that real quick. Yeah, that's a thing because when AJ Styles was WWE champion, it didn't happen. No. And Daniel Bryan WWE champion, it didn't happen. No. And now we got Kofi Kingston at the the height of Kofi Mania right now. It's still going on and this storyline with Randy Orton is perfect for a main event and I guarantee yes. it won't be the No, main it's going to be Brock, Brock Lesnar. Exactly. Yes. But this it's is be this is Brock the Lesnar better match. story. Everybody this is way everybody better. what you had to do with Brock we'll talk about that later but what you had to do to get us back in Okay, yeah, I, you had to go to the exactly to finally make us interested exactly. in that. Exactly, you had to go all damn the, near kill him. Exactly, damn near kill a man to yes. get us interested. With, with, with this, all you just had to do is just go back in time with us, like and just remind yeah. us back what Let's happened in two thousand nine, two thousand ten years ago. Use a real life botch situation and, and let that be the driving force, the catalyst of this excellent yeah. storytelling. 
Randy Orton sprinkling in stupid stuff, yes. and everybody knows yes. where that came from. It's just like, oh my yes. god, yes. And then he's coming full circle to let him know you you're gonna face me. You're gonna put your WWE title against me. Stupid, stupid, stupid. stupid. I'm like, oh my god. I'm, as soon as he said that, I'm like, all right. If this, if if I can pay for this match, I would. If I right can now, pay for like, that match, go. Yes. if you can give me that, please. Oh man. Yeah, dude, I, I I cannot I cannot wait I can't wait. Special um, mention to this this kind of was connected to this, but right after they showed that promo, they showed them um, in the in the back, like right before they go out to the to the ring, and the energy that Kofi and Big E and Xavier Woods had in the back, you know, I just loved it. Now they were getting ready to go against the OC. They really yep. didn't talk about Randy Orton, but there was something about seeing them back uh. there and just how they all were and. Big E, the way he just seamlessly went from, you know, talking about, you know, they were just talking in the back to then him doing his intro and seeing him do the intro, it had me hyped. Yep. Like, I, I almost <laughs> wish they would do that every time. Yeah, man. Like, every this time the new about to go out. Hell yeah. Yes. Show me them in the back. Like, have them have an interview in the back right before they're about to come out. And then show me Big E making that introduction because seeing that, I was like, "Wow!" And then you see them in the ring, and I'm like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Like this team is legit. Yeah. So anyway, I just hyped. had to mention they that because they, they were they were just oh, it was so good, it was so good. Yeah. So they're, they're a great team. It was great it energy. Was. It was a good um, match just too against Kofi. Great matchup. AJ Styles. Yeah. Shout out to that finisher. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Trouble in paradise with because yep. I'm thinking like you know. You know, phenomenal forearm is coming, coming, but he just—he's in midair. Caught him in midair. Trouble. I was like, oh my god, yes, one, two, three, let's go. It was perfect. Yes, it was perfect. It was so great. It was so great. Yeah, everybody involved in that matchup was great. Just the whole thing was perfect. Um, That would have been a much better way to end the show, but unfortunately, we should talk about this because this isn't going to be on the card either. But um, Roman Reigns was going to announce who he was going to go against at SummerSlam. And he's on his way to go talk to Kayla, and they shot. Which it, this was just it, it was it just looked terrible. Basically, he's walking down the hallway, yeah. and Kayla goes, "Wait, Roman, look out!" And you can see stuff rolling normally, right? It's rolling so slow that anybody seeing that happen, you could just stop and say, "Well, that's not going to hit me." But no, the way they edit this thing, you see a close up of Roman going, oh, 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 and then the thing tips over. And the way they oh, shot that, it looks man. like Roman's dead because yeah. he's flat underneath yeah. this. Uh, I don't even know what it is. It's not a ladder, like, but it's like part of like a like a. I, what, what was that? I don't know. What was that what thing? Describe, some type of grappling was, gate or something? I don't know. It was some metal structure yeah. that was there. Similar was to monkey bars, if we could describe it. Basically, yeah. And that whole thing fell over flat onto Roman. And then, you know, Kayla's like, oh, get some help. Get him out from under there. Get him out from yeah. under there. And then they cut to the other side, and you see Roman just sitting there. And he's not underneath the thing anymore. Now he's on the side, just sitting on, like, leaning on something. And he's like, oh, it didn't get me. It didn't get me. But the way they shot it at first, it looked like he's dead, basically. Yeah. And then they cut to this other shot, and he's just sitting just on sitting the there. side and of still it. Tripping. Like, let's get him help. Let's get him help. I'm like, let's get him help. And I'm like, he's right, he's there. right there. He's not underneath. He's not right. We can all see him. <laughs> and they didn't quite show him on the side. So I'm like, did they botch that to where we weren't supposed to see him yeah. yet? But we saw him anyway. I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Yeah. So I don't know. Who, now, that was kind of the downside of, of the show and Bischoff being in charge. I'm like, 
I hope that's not a sign of things to come. No, no Bishop is going to try too hard for stuff like that. I saw what they was going for. It was just bad execution. It was it was terrible execution. The shooting, the editing, yeah. everything. Yeah. It was just it, bad. it's like another it it's bad. like another you know mystery of you know like who ran over who, who done it kind like of who thing. done who ran over Stone Cold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was just a, I see what they was going for. And, and here's my thoughts on that. Who actually I think who actually did that. Uh, I believe it's Daniel Bryan. You think I so? I think so. You know, he he kind of teased us earlier about, you know, this shattering. Cover. I know what I have to do. Exactly. Yeah, make an announcement. And, and he doesn't make an announcement and he kind of teased us. And then he kind of yeah. just, he's getting ready. He didn't say anything. just kind of goes off. And now you see Roman Reigns. I, I think it could work. We'll see. Well, you know, that would be, I guess, a, a decent way to save this whole situation yeah. is just to have it be Daniel Bryan. Um, the rumor that I had heard was Daniel Bryan was going to 205 Live, that he was going to do that. Like, take, like basically, he since he, did, he failed at trying to elevate the tag team division, that he would go over to 205 Live and try to elevate 205 Live. I've got mixed feelings on that, but I actually feel like it could kind of work. Because if you put Daniel Bryan on 205 Live, I am going to watch 205 I'm Live. Watching I'm, all, watching. I'm watching automatically just because. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly. So, that that's where I'm like, okay, I, I could see that working. That wouldn't be a bad announcement. And then just, just that would help all of those guys. And if you move Johnny Gargano over there, huh. now you got a potential of Johnny Gargano versus Daniel Bryan on 205 Live. Now you're playing with my emotions. Don't, don't do that. You, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But that, like, I would, I'm watching. That would be a great way to get people to take 205 Live more seriously for sure. Yeah. So, but we'll see. Because what you just said, it makes sense given Daniel still hasn't said his announcement yet. I could see that. I mean, the predictable one is kind of Samoa Joe. You know, if it's him just, but, you know, but I don't sneaking see up that. again. Like, yeah, what is, but. What is, Will that work though? Like Samoa Joe needs something else, man. Not Roman Reigns. No one would. No one would care if that happened. Yeah. And so I, I'm with you that I don't. I I don't like that. But that's kind of going to be public enemy number one, right? They're going to be. He's the prime suspect. I'm sure. Well, yeah. You know when they, oh, when yeah, they when go they go through the list yeah, of who it could be. Yeah. Who done it? <laughs> yep. It'll be Joe. Will be one of the guys. Drew, Drew McIntyre be one Drew of the guys. Drew will probably be number sure. one. Then Joe. Yep. And maybe they'll pull out Elias and say, "Oh, where were you at?" Right, you know, because yeah. he had had some issues with them too when they announced who the the the, the number one signing for SmackDown yeah. ever would be. Yep. It, yeah, they mentioned thought that. it was going to exactly. be Roman. Then they said Elias, but so it could be him. Um, I, I like what you're saying. You know, like if it was Daniel, that would kind of throw everybody you know, off. For yeah, that. he said he had some yep. some career altering moves. So yep. he said probably uh, that was my. Or- Career altering move. Move on to Roman Reigns. He Roman is Reigns, the, yep. he probably he could list a whole bunch of things about him, man. Just being a yeah. being a you know uh, just a dick of a head of a heel, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, man. So let's we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But that was just bad execution on SmackDown. It was not, Hor- not horrible execution. Just, I like uh, I saw what you're going for, but ugh. Yeah, no. no. Like yeah, that one. In yeah, F, like that exactly. Like okay, he's kind of walking down the hall or not. So I'm like, I'm, and I'm like, oh okay, this is cool. And then all of a sudden, you just see, oh my god, Roman, look out! <laughs> yeah, like what? what? What is happening right now? And just, this structure just comes down very slow. Just yeah. very slow, and he right. he just could have took two steps back and like, okay, I'm good. No, 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 it's good. Yep. I don't know what happened, but I'm like, nice try, ha ha. Yeah, yeah. you guys failed on this one, <laughs> but no, he just got caught by that. It was, it was just bad. It was bad, and then he was okay. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. Like what? 
what was the point of this? What are you guys doing? And that's how the show ended. And you're like, okay, whatever. So yeah, that'll that'll go into yeah. the to the list of like you know weird decisions they make yeah. on Raw or head, Smart, head on SmackDown right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Botched moments for sure. Yep. Botchmania just got a new. Oh one. man, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Uh, the buildup for this one this week um, was what was it? Becky Lynch had a matchup against Alexa. Was yep. it? It was started out as Alexa Bliss. Yep. Then Alexa Bliss had a quote unquote injury. Um, they called that match uh, no contest, but I guess gave the the win to uh, to Becky. Then Nikki Cross, you know, was, I used to look up to you. You know, I used to think that you were great. Blah blah. She's yelling it at uh, Becky Lynch. So then she's like, I want to face you right now. When Becky's like, Oh, you want to go? You want to go? So she accepted a matchup yeah. against Nikki Cross. Um, they had a pretty quick matchup. It didn't go that no, long. I didn't. And then uh, now did I don't. I, Trying to remember, did Becky Lynch actually pin her, and then Alexa Bliss came out, or did Alexa come out before? No, Ale- yeah, is- yeah. Uh, I think it wasn't a pin. I think oh, was it a pin, and then Alexa I think Bliss. There was a pin. I think there was a pin. Then Alexa Bliss just kind of. Then Alexa came yeah, out after yeah. for the beatdown. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, because she hit that uh, that rock bottom esque move that she does. That's yep. what it was. The finish was that that move. Um, and then the pin, and then Alexa Bliss just miraculously healed from her injury, yeah. ran into the ring. Corey was like, oh, uh, she's Lynch. better. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> um, yeah, he was saying all that, trying to sell the, the, the quote-unquote miracle it happened. Yeah. Um, and then we had Natalia come out uh, to, to it, not really to save her. We kind of all knew what was coming because earlier on in the night, uh, Alexa Bliss had shown footage of Becky Lynch jumping Natalia um, while Fit Finley was training her on how to get out of the disarmor. Yeah. So Becky Lynch attacked Fit Finley. She attacked Natalia. Uh, she called Fit Finley a traitor yeah. for, for training yeah. uh, Natalia, which is interesting because you know they're both from the same. Uh, they're both Ir- Irish, right? Yeah, they are, man. That's why she called yeah. him. <laughs> right. Traitor. You're a traitor. You're a like traitor. traitor? Did, did, he yeah. did she? Did she knee him in the balls? Uh, it looked like she I gave him a low blow. That was so. a hell of a yeah. quick recovery. If he he did, I'm like, how did he recover real quick? Yeah, right. I'm like, because real quick, man, if, when you get hit in the ball, it's like a two stage no, process. It's, like you feel the yeah, pain, then the pain shoots in your stomach, then you're down for a little, like a two seconds, three seconds, trying to recover from that nauseous feeling. Like he was just like, okay, I'm good now. Let me get you off. This. Yeah, let me, let me get Natalia. In the amount of time that all that happened, he should have probably still been down. Yeah. If you really want to sell that, yeah, he should have been down yep. for the rest of that video just to, just to <laughs> really say to make it look real. Because yeah, it just it was too quick of recovery nah, for sure for that. You just kind of got needed the balls, kind of walked it off, took two steps. All right, all right, all right. Let me get get you off of Natalia now. Yeah, I'm like what? What's going on? So. Yeah, so that had happened, and so Natalia, basically, when she came out, you're like, okay, she's going to jump Becky just as, as revenge, basically. So she she did. She uh, put Becky in the sharpshooter, yep. uh, held the, the submission for a while, referees had to peel her off, um, and then, yeah, that was pretty much it. She said a couple words in the back, trying to hype it up a little bit more, um, but overall, I thought it was an okay buildup for the, for the matchup. I'm still not really excited about this match, to be honest with you. But um, I do like that they are they're trying to create some animosity between the two of them. They're, both, Becky showing, and they're both showing some intensity to each other. Like I, I see that I feel the heat from each other. But yeah, you know. But I, I see what you mean about you know about about the match. I think it, it could have been someone else. Yeah, you know, it's it's 
it would have been perfect if we had a rematch for against Ronda Rousey, you know, SummerSlam. Yeah, that would have done it. Yeah. That would have done it. That would have gotten me real excited if it was her. But, yeah, for Natalia, even Natalia, too, in the back, when she challenged Becky to a submission match, she said, I'm going to I'm gonna challenge Becky to a submission match, but I don't think she has the guts to face me in a submission match, so I'm not going to do that. I'm like, wait, what? Did you challenge her or not? Like, what just happened? You know, like, so I, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like. Yeah, that was confusing. That, I'm like, I was like, hold on, wait a minute, what? Yeah, are you, you saying you, you just challenge her? You say you're no. challenge her, but you're not going to challenge her because she's not going to accept the challenge? <laughs> what? It's like uh, okay, uh, I don't know what I feel about this, but <laughs> so yeah, that was strange. That was strange. Um, yeah, the build up I feel like it's just it's it has its moments here and there yeah. because the the promos between them, but when they were been face to face, like right after Natalia won that fatal four way, I feel like I liked the face to face that they had. And then uh, during the moment of bliss when Becky was an in-person uh, guest and Natalia interrupted and they had that, that fist fight basically on the stage, yeah. I liked that yeah, portion of it that too. Was cool. uh, this week it was kind of like, all right, you know, it's okay. It, it really didn't do much for me, to be honest with you, leading up to the matchup. Yeah. It didn't get me any more excited. And just the botch at the end with Natalia's piece in there talking about the submission uh, <laughs> match uh, challenge just didn't help matters at all. So it, it really didn't. Yeah. It was just left me more confusing. Like, so are, are we getting a submission match or not? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what, <laughs> that's what it left me with. I'm like, okay. Uh, all right. But, uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be a good match though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they, I hope they do a submission match. I think that could be really cool. Yeah. And, you know, and again, I mean, Canada, you know, having that and Natalia is going to be, you know, definitely a heavy favorite there too. It'll be interesting actually to see if the the crowd there sides with Natalia and boos Becky Lynch. Like, I, well, I'd what be do you really think? Interested to see, man. If I had to place a bet on it, God, I think I would say they would still cheer Becky. I, I have a hard time yeah. hearing like a rain of boos and cheers then for Natalia. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit mixed for for. Both of them. When Natalia gets introduced, she's gonna get cheered. When Becky comes out, I just feel like she's she's still over. Yeah, even though I, I think the storylines so aren't there, you know, like when she shows up, they're gonna cheer. They're gonna cheer for her. Yeah. But you know, I, if they go the other way and they boo Becky, then that's telling. That's a telling thing. Like, okay, I mean, even though it's Canada, like, and and maybe it's just because Natalia is from. Well, that, I but... think so too. Because think about that. Remember, twenty eleven, Money in the Bank, Cena against CM Punk. Man, yeah. he got booed heavily, man. Because that's oh Chicago, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and it's John Cena, like that. Well, yeah. That's, but it didn't take much for people it, to want to. But it was, but it was no like it was like it was it wasn't like a split crowd. It was just like everybody booed. I was one hundred percent. Everybody yeah. booed. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm t- I, was, I'm t- I was there, man, and just feeling it to the point where even before anyone even got out there, you know, when we were still in an empty, not an empty arena, but the crowd was there and they hadn't started the show yet. The CM Punk chants were raining just nonstop. And then they would show videos like commercials. And anytime John Cena's face showed up. It was just heavy boots. <laughs> like, you could feel it. Like, legit, if this man wins, there's going to be a legit riot. Yeah. Like, that's just, that was the mood around that time. So, yeah, I mean, I, I see your point. I see your point there. 
with this one, again, if I had to put money on it, I would say Becky Lynch would still be cheered, but it'll be something to pay attention to and see how, how they react to her. So we'll see. Yeah, most definitely. I'll definitely pay attention to that, man, see how which way the crowd is swayed. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, I was just thinking about something, too, when we are talking about Natalia's promo getting botched a little yeah. bit. The um, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville uh, proposed tag oh, title yeah. matchup that was supposed to happen. <laughs> that was another one that was kind of like that. That was two weeks ago. We we didn't talk about that last no, week. No, we didn't. Yeah, that, that she, was definitely a botch right there. Uh, oh, my God. Mandy Rose is like, I just talked to Shane, you know, and I told Shane about what, what, what she said, what the Iconics had said about him or something. Yep. So she said, so, so we're going to get a match next week. And <laughs> Sonya Deville goes, yeah, so you wait, are you saying we're gonna get a title match next week? And then Mandy Rose go, says the same thing to her again, like, yeah, that means if we win the match, we're gonna get a title match next week. And I'm like, what? What did you two just do? What happened? You just, both just like, like, I don't know. It was just the weirdest thing it in the world saying them try to work that out and i think they they were trying to ad lib and 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 do this pro this is where you really do need a script yeah. is when it is backstage you know, you can see, why, why do it needs to be live you you just could have did all right let's just restart this i think you guys got this confused yeah because like, no one would have known if that was taped exactly. they could have absolutely recorded that edited it said okay we need to reshoot this because this didn't make sense yeah. boom fix it done but yeah, to do that live and then they just completely botched that because I was I'm totally confused and we didn't get a match like we haven't seen Mandy and Sonya Deville since that happened. So yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't maybe, know what was supposed to happen. Maybe because of the botch, that's the reason why we're not getting. Because yeah, yeah, that would be because that was like that, be that was like confusing because Sonya Deville's like, what you telling me we got a match for the for the championship for next week? She was like, yep, that's right, we got a number one contenders match. I was like, what? Hold on, hold on. She said, "Like you, you, you hold on." Sonya said, "Championship match," and you came reply back and, and, and said, "Yeah," and said, yeah. "Number one contendership match." <laughs> like, yeah, what? it was just so botched, like to the point where I'm still confused <laughs> as to exactly what they had even said. Because as I'm saying it, I'm like, "Is this even right?" Like, what did they say? Like that's the problem, really. Is if you, we're not even sure necessarily what they said or what they intended. I think what they meant to do was say they're gonna have a, a number one contenders match, and if they win that match, then they're gonna get a shot at the titles. But it got so botched that it's like one of them is saying they're getting a championship match, the other one's saying <laughs> that they're gonna get a an opportunity which will lead to like a, a number a contenders match. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just so confused by yeah. it. It's just like. <laughs> Just record those things. Before. Just like record those earlier, so you can rework that exactly. and we, edit it or whatever you got. We were just do. doing that earlier when we was recording our ad. You know what I'm saying? We just yep, yep. That's the beauty about editing. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just don't get the line right when it's live, so you just you know record it beforehand, edit. You know what you get. But in this situation, they just decided to go live. And yeah. It. It was hilarious. It was it was great entertainment for us. I guess it was. As, a, as a fan base to see to it, talk but, about man. it too. Like, huh? <laughs> what happened? Are we getting that? a women's tag team match? Nope, because, <laughs> because of that, apparently. Like, well, you missed it. Whatever happened, what was supposed to happen, not anymore. Yeah, it was it was one or oh, the other, man. but nothing happened. 
<laughs> now it's nothing. Now it's nothing. Like you guys can get that right. Well, now you get nothing. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Now the what we both suspect is going to be the main event of SummerSlam. Oh, well, uh, Brock well, hold on, hold on. It's, it's another ahead. match that's that's set for SummerSlam uh, for SmackDown. Ooh, which one did... uh, I'm surprised you didn't talk about it. It will be. Uh, well, let's talk about the, the another session with Aleister Black. Oh yeah, yes. they just announced that. Yes. That's right. That's yes. right. Okay. It was the therapy session, so, man. I love yeah. you know what? I love Sami Zayn because he kind of just he was the advocate of my feelings. You know what? And, I thought of you as soon as he started talking about it when he said, you know, I don't think he's asking for a match. I think he's asking for help. And I was like, oh God, this is Devin. This is this right here is Devin. These are Devin's words coming out of Sami Zayn's mouth right yes. now. Because this is exactly what you've been saying. Yes. It's like a cry for help. I'm like, oh man, poor Alistair. Like this is <laughs> this is exactly what you've been saying. Yeah. You know, and you know, to your to your credit too, like you've sold me on that. Like it's just been a bad look. Like I've thought it's a bad look, but that was just a great way to put it. And for Sami Zayn to to call that out in the same way, I was like, "Oh my God, this Devin is probably getting a kick out of this." I, so, I was, you, I was, I love every bit of that promo, man. Uh, maybe some people didn't. I I, I I I believe people. Some people that promo went over some people's head because I did hear some podcast just kind of just shooting it down. But I saw I saw for what it was, man, because how we yeah. broke it down in the previous podcast, how these was just basically therapy sessions. Of Alistair yep. Black, just you know, every time he he went through this, oh man, someone pick a fight with me. It just felt like it was just normalizing him, and for basically Sami Zayn just put it in the perspective of you know what it sounds like he doesn't he, he doesn't need a fight. It sounds like he needs help. Like yes, <laughs> it does, Sami Zayn. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Sami Zayn, <laughs> for seeing this the way I did. Yep, because that's yep. exactly what it was. He came out there every week, you know, just speaking about his feelings of the reasons why nobody wants to pick a fight with him. And then he, he, he I thought we was done with this. I thought we were done. I thought, I thought we were done. Yes. I cringed when we saw when I saw that setup again. Yes. I was like, oh damn, oh, no. Yes, yes. Like, come on, man. Like, why? Why are we back yes, here? Yes, I'm like, nah, this this can't be good. And then he, he talked about how when no one was picking up a fight with him. Picking a fight with him again <laughs> after Cesaro. Cesaro. I was like, oh, oh. is this how it's gonna be for Alistair Black every time? He's gonna have a match and he's gonna go back, all right now. I need someone to pick another fight with me. <laughs> like, Jesus, no. No. Yeah, man. And, and since it's set uh, for some, I hope it is competitive. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it'll be. I, I, well, I should say this. I hope it's not a squash. Right. Because with Sammy, you know, with Rey Mysterio, for instance, it was it was a squash. That was basically. a bad look he, too. He came up, you know, flash pin roll up. I didn't like that at yeah. all for for Sammy for yep. sure. And Rey doesn't need that. So for Alistair to have like a five second. You know, like he just hits him with with the you know makes him fade to black immediately, which it could happen because Sami Zayn. It, it, I could picture that, but I hope it doesn't happen. I hope they give him an actual yeah. match. But there are a lot of matches minutes, on this card. Like hopefully, 11, 12 minute match for Alistair yeah. Black. Like and Sami Zayn. If I count this out right, though, let me see here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine matches officially on this card right now. 
you add this one that's 10 and then you know the couple that we talked about earlier potentially Shinsuke and Ali yeah. um the the OC versus the Usos I don't know, man. I feel like this would be one of those where to save time, they go ahead and give Alistair a quick victory. Oh, man. Like, don't, don't. And I only thought about that now because you, you mentioned you hope that it's going to be a long match. I well, not long, but maybe that, like t- like at least like, 11 to 12 minutes, man. Just give yeah, Sami Zayn I, like he just gave, you know, Alistair Black a run for his money. You know what I'm saying? But in the end, you know, maybe – you know, Alistair Black just caught him slipping. And it would have made sense, you know, the reason why he went over. Like, just both come out and look strong. I don't want I don't want yeah. Sami Zayn to get buried. I think he oh is. Oh, my God. I think he is. Because, you know what, in that nine matches, Roman's match isn't here. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's going to be ten for sure on the main card. R- Roman is going to be on the main card. Um, maybe they move the Dolph-Miz match to the, to the pre-show. Yeah. But... I have a feeling that's going to be on the main card too. So if you're going to have 11 matches, counting this Alistair Black match uh, with with Sami Zayn on the main card, something is going to get cut short. And I think that would be the the one to get cut short, which sucks. It it does. (laughs) Man, yeah, it does. Because you know what? I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'd rather I'd rather for Sami Zayn just to beat. Alistair Black. Oh my God! I, I said it because of these therapy sessions we had. Of I'm, I'm annoyed by it. I'm yeah. literally annoyed by this. And I just when Sami Zayn just was just coming, I felt like he was just directly speaking to me in that television, that promo. <laughs> like he was just, this is for Devin. <laughs> like yeah, Sami Zayn. Yes, you know, you know what I'm saying. But he, he oh, I, I wish he would go over. You know, I don't yeah. care because you already kind of just ruined this mystique of uh, Alistair Black now. To, to me, that's how well, I feel. Well, here, so so here's the thing, though. When he went against Cesaro, yeah. right, in those, those matchups, how did you feel about Alistair Black in those matches? Because the way I went about it, when, when, the way I saw it, when I watched him versus Cesaro, that all kind of went away. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. saw Alistair Black again yeah. in those matches, and they were just so good. So, you know, I don't think... I think it's it's been bad having him have those promos, but there's something about Alistair that when I see him in the ring, it's just like this dude is just so good, so talented, you know, and it just all comes back. I was like, this is the dude. This is why, you know, when he was in NXT, I was saying I thought there's no way they can mess it up is because of how he is right here in the ring. Yeah. Um but so, how did you feel about it when you saw Alistair against Cesaro? The, the match was good, man. I enjoyed it. I'm like, I, I felt the same way. Like, man, this is the reason why. Like, the this is the reason why. I like, Alistair, it was slowly removing those images of the therapy sessions. But the minute we came back, mm-hmm. to, I was like, oh my god, this is the reason why I don't like it. This is the reason why I'm annoyed by this. This is the reason why I'm annoyed by Alistair right now. Yeah, I think the the sooner they end. The, the this this whole promo thing in the back and all that with him yeah I think the the better you know and he I think he can overcome it you know I think that was a good example of him being able to overcome it with his in ring work you know they need to find another way for him to sell himself you know on the microphone you know he doesn't need to do these backstage promos he could do this in the ring 
you know, and like just be in the middle of the ring with all the people and getting a reaction live there, yeah. you know, and just like calling people out, you know, having his Alistair Black challenge, but in the ring, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that would maybe be a little bit better because that, it's kind of that, like would, US, that would, because that the U.S. Championship Open Challenge exactly. that John Cena used to do. Like, let's see who's going to come out here tonight. That would fit his character. Like, yeah, who want to come out yeah. and face me? I'm right here in the middle instead of just waiting in the, you know, somebody's closet with this light in yeah. the corner, man. You know what I'm saying? But... But no, yeah. we, we got him just begging for a fight. So I, I, I yeah. believe right now it's just to me, man, it's just I'm, I'm looking at him in a different way. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll say I look, I don't like the promos, yeah. but I still see Aleister Black. I still see him as being, you know, someone that I look forward to seeing in the ring. Yeah. You know, and every time I see him in these backstage promos now, I just, I get, you know, just, just disappointed because I know I'm not going to see him in the ring. I know I'm just going to listen to him kind of begging for a fight, and it's annoying to hear him saying that. For well, sure. you said, you know, you know, he can rise above it or, you know, but yeah. how, for how long, though? If you kept, if we continue to go down this road of him just every Well, week. I think here's the thing is if, if it leads to him having big matchups, you know, like because – what can't happen is what was happening before the Cesaro matchup, which it was like months. Yes. Where he was just having these 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 promos, these therapy sessions, like you say, just months of him talking about this from WrestleMania till, uh, what was it, Stomping Grounds that they yes. did? Or no, Extreme, Extreme Rules. Rules when Extreme he finally Rules, debuted you know, again. Had that match, yeah. So, you know, we can't have long stretches of this. I feel like as long as he has those matches and he has, you know, to your point, too, competitive matchups that make you say, yeah, I saw a great Aleister Black match, and I can just, you know, skip past. Like, whenever I see him on SmackDown now, my temptation is to just fast-forward past that part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if I have it DVR'd and I wasn't able to see SmackDown li- uh, live at that point, yeah. if I could fast-forward past it, I might just start doing that, just so that I don't have to listen to him, you know, just begging for a fight. That'd be, that be That might be the thing that I do. And then I still do look look forward to his matchups. And there's dream matchups that I still want to see. You know, I want to see him versus Shinsuke. I want to see him versus Finn. I want to see him versus, you know, AJ Styles versus Joe versus all these guys, you know. So, I mean, Drew McIntyre, even one of our guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd love to see these matchups still. So, um, I think that as long as he continues to have those matches and that there's not long gaps of him not wrestling... I think it'll be okay. I think it'd be fine. But I really do wish that they would either end it or just have him do it in the ring. You yeah. know, ask him for a fight while he's in the ring. I think that'd be a better I, I, I seriously hope you're right, my friend. Like, if they, you know, if they just change it up a bit, you know, I, I hope you're right on that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. So the the last matchup we'll talk about, you know, in the buildup, how it's been going on on Raw uh, was Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. Uh, they're going to be facing each other for the Universal Championship. Uh, potentially the main event. Probably, I would say I'm 99% yeah, sure that this 99. is going to be the main event. 99.9%. Yep, yep. So this week, uh, Seth Rollins was having a matchup with Dolph Ziggler. And, you know, basically Seth Rollins was going to be standing up for what what uh, Dolph Ziggler uh, did to Shawn Michaels like he's standing up for the locker yep. room and you know he and no one he and everyone else didn't like what he did to Shawn which I feel like that part of the storyline is kind of weird like saying that he when he did the super kick he disrespected the 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 locker room or disrespected Shawn like I don't know looking at it Shawn punched him Dolph in the face yeah. right and then Dolph 
super kicked him, which they're saying, oh, he used Shawn Michaels' own move. Like, guys, Dolph Ziggler's been using that as a special Everybody for a long time. Everybody uses a super kick now. Exactly. It's just Sean. When Kevin Owens does exactly. it. It's not a, it's just Sean just call it, you know what I'm saying, sweet chain music. Sweet it's chain like, music. you know, when a Hulk, you know, his finish is the leg drop. <laughs> right. But everybody else right. is just a simple leg drop. Leg drop, yeah. So I don't know. I, th- I felt like just from a from a build up perspective to try to build up like why Seth Rollins is so angry, yeah. why he's taking this match up. That just seemed out of place for me. That oh he's doing it to stand up for the locker room for what Dolph Ziggler did. I'm like ah, I don't I don't really care for that part of it. But I did love when Dolph Ziggler came out with Shawn Michaels music <laughs> and he came and had the gear and the the Tron and everything and he came out dancing oh, just like yes. Shawn does. And for a split second, I was just like, wait a minute, what the hell is going on? Because it looked like Sean, like it really did from far away. Because the first angle, you could see it was a big wide shot. And you just see this guy coming out dancing and moving like Sean. I was like, that did Shawn Michaels find a time machine? Like, what is going on? But then you see Dolph, and it's just like, oh, my it's God. like, where's your smile, Like, Steph? it was so perfect. What happened? Where's your smile? <laughs> It was so great. I thought it was awesome, man. Just shout out to Dolph Ziggler on that. Yes. It's too bad it's not leading up to him versus it, Sean. It's such a tease. Because that would have been perfect. It's such a tease. Yeah. It's like you're, 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 you're like, here you go, just playing with my emotions. Just yeah. setting it all up. He's just coming out to Sean's, Michael's music, doing the whole spit, just doing the whole pose and everything. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. And then you're going to just hit us with the Miz and Dolph. But whatever, man. Yeah. That that I, I was I was not yeah yeah it, it's it's disappointing but you know for for leading back to Brock yeah. Lesnar basically how this went down is Seth and and Dolph are having this matchup and then Brock Lesnar's music hits then Dolph Ziggler holds Seth Rollins leg down Brock Lesnar comes in and just starts going to town on Seth Rollins um, just beating him down and then he just. I don't know. Brock just decided. All right, I'm I'm gonna make sure this dude can't even make it to SummerSlam. Um, on the outside, he did an F5 to the post, Ooh. and then he brought the chair in, and it it was a cool visual because he opens up the chair, he sits on the chair, yeah. and he's just looking at Seth Rollins' body. He's like, "All right, how what am I gonna do this, dude?" Yeah, yeah, oh, yep. I know. <laughs> you know, you can see the, the wheels spinning in his head. He's like, "Oh, I know what right, I'm gonna bro. do." <laughs> <laughs> Just says, okay, picks him up, puts him in, in, in position for the F5, and F5s him onto the chair as it's set up, still uh, standing straight up, which is crazy. And then he's decided, you know what? I'm going to do it again. And he hits him with the same F5 on the chair three was It, it three was times total of three times, it? my dude. On the chair. So you got the one on the post on the outside, then three times on, in the, with the chair on the inside of the ring. And Seth was bleeding from the mouth, which was a crazy visual because you're thinking, okay, internal bleeding. Like in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, he probably cut his mouth or something. And then it just happened. Like the timing was just perfect. But the visual and just following along with the storyline to think like, wow, he had to see him bleeding from the mouth and to think like this is him coughing. He's just holding his ribs. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, you feel like, yeah. man, he's about to kill Seth Rollins dude, here. Like, what is going on? That was on? a rough and, beating. Dude, the visual of Paul Heyman over Seth yes. Rollins and, and begging Brock, no more, no more. He's like, no, he's had enough. He's had enough. Brock, no, please, no. Like, wow. <laughs> and they sold it perfectly. Yeah. I think it was Corey Graves that said, or you've never seen 
Paul Heyman, you know, come to the to, to try to stop Brock Lesnar in that way before, yeah. you know, basically begging Brock not to not to continue the savage beating he was he putting was on like, Seth Rollins. Like, oh my God, Brock! No, 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 Brock! No, please, Brock! No, don't do it! Don't do it, Brock! I was like, holy shit, man! Yeah, like, yeah he sold yeah, it, he man. Did. He, he did. He sold man. it. I was I was there for it. I was there for it. And you think it's over. And then, you know, Seth gets taken out on a, on a stretcher. You know, they're wheeling him out. You see Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch yeah. kind of watching him getting taken out on the stretcher. Chaos ensues in the back. <laughs> um, as, right. as like, man, the, the Usos were there too. But then all of a sudden, they're getting jumped by the OC. And then Samoa Joe comes out and he starts beating up on, on uh, Roman Reigns. And then the camera, it was kind of a cool, like, uh, one-shot thing yeah. where they took the camera from Started there. Started booking they towards the uh, ambulance then. The ambulance, yeah, to follow the ambulance yeah. to see it takes Seth Rollins away. The ambulance starts moving, and then it stops. And then the camera cuts around to the front of the ambulance, and you see Brock Lesnar in front of it. He's like, cut off the Bro, engine. that was a scary-ass visual to see. Like, oh, you just saw, like, the, the back. Of, of Brock standing right in front of you like and I said oh shit that's exactly what I said yeah, that was, that was yeah. my exact words verbatim as soon as they showed I was like oh shit <laughs> yeah he's, he's done yes. like I'm like Seth Rollins is done yeah. so he goes he opens up the doors of the ambulance and he just rips the the stretcher out from the back of the ambulance and it just goes flying across the the hallway there um, hits up against the wall. Seth Rollins is still coughing up blood. He uh, Brock Lesnar then flips over yeah. the the stretcher. He falls out of the stretcher. He he pulls Seth out of the the off the ground. Picks him up for the F five and then F fives him onto the damn stretcher. Oh. Which that I don't care what anybody says. You know you can say oh wrestling they know how to fall. They know how to take bumps. They train for this blah blah. She- <laughs> this one right here. There's no training for this. No. The way Seth Rollins hit off of the stretcher, it's this metal. This thing is, it's like, you know, he, the stretcher's on its side. So it's hitting the metal part that, like, secures the side he of the stretcher. He landed on his knee. And, I saw it. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that was rough. Like, that's a that's a bad bump. Like, that yeah. was a rough bump. Yeah. Like, I was I was literally scared for a sec. Because Brock kind of, he kind of goes, he loses his mind. He, he, sometimes I feel like Brock gets a little carried away because he's having so Bro. much fun being able to throw people around. That, that ambulance like, shot, nothing about that was, was how, he did not handle that dude with kid gloves. He came out and that no. just yanked him. He yanked him hard as hell out of that ambulance. Yeah. He didn't, even Rollins was like, as soon as he pulled him out, he was like, oh, because the way he landed yeah. was so rough. He was like, oh, right, my right. God, like you felt it. Like he just caused more yeah. damage by yanking him out the ambulance. And then like, and he, and he just picked him up. It, it was just the roughest, the roughest F, F5 you could just could have did to Seth Rollins on that, bro. Yeah, it was, it was shocking. It was shocking for sure. And. To what we were saying before in terms of the story, like I and it sounds like you you are in the same boat here that we weren't really all that interested in this matchup, like seeing this match again between Brock and Seth. Like I like Seth, yeah, and Brock Brock is Brock, you know. What I'm saying I'm yeah. tired of him being Universal Champion and not being there, but you know it is what it is. But now you know having seen that Brock damn near trying to kill Ooh. Seth Rollins. It makes that matchup more interesting, and I do want to see it. I feel like Brock is going to win the match, personally. Oh, yeah. I don't see how you book Seth Rollins to win after all that just happened. Nah, man. But, 
you know, it makes me kind of want to see, like, man, Seth Rollins going to make it? Yeah. Is he going to even make it to SummerSlam after what just happened? And just, just yeah, I thought they did a good job of building that up with that. Yeah. So, yeah, what, tell us your thoughts. <laughs> My thoughts was like, holy shit, Brock, you didn't lost your damn mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, exactly. like, everything about that from when he just came in. First of all, I was shocked for him to, to show up. To Monday Night Raw. Let me put that out there, because because for him, he's been showing up actually pretty often. I've been I've been pleasantly surprised yeah, by yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was yeah surprised. for him to show up from all places. No, no, I'm not showing no disrespect to Little Rock, Little Rock, Arkansas, but man, from all places to show up at Little Rock, Arkansas, like a, a small town, I I wouldn't yeah. think that. Like if you guys was in cat in in Philly, maybe one of the big cities Los Angeles, Chicago hell yeah I believe that makes sense but him to show up there I was shocked by that that was Shaq Valley right there grabbed the chair first of all that that first that was a rough swing you see how he just swung and hit him on the back with that chair it was super rough man it just wasn't like oh, I'm about to hit you and you you know I'm doing it same I'm timing it with my leg so it could just seem like it was more impact. He didn't use his mm-hmm. leg. That was all real. He used all his muscles all in the world and swung that chair on Seth Rollins back as hard as he could. Like one of my one of my favorite um, calls in the NBA. I don't even know the name of the announcer that does yeah. it, but you know sometimes when uh, there's one one call that he does when someone does a slam dunk. I think it's LeBron James. He's like, with no regard for human life. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing in my head when I see Brock Lesnar yes. swing a chair or do anything. Yes. It's like he does it with no regard for human he life. Doesn't. He does not care. What like, happens? This is what to they you. pay you he, for. You better take these bumps. I'm giving to you. You <laughs> like, damn. Like, man, remember what he did to uh to to DeBron Strowman because he botched the move, told him to slow oh down. Oh my god! Uh, I'm about to ding yeah. you up real quick. Ding ding. <laughs> and what happened? Bron, he, he kind of slowed up. He's like, all right, you right. He did. Like, He's like my bad, my, my bad, bad, right? My bad, Bron. Right. <laughs> my bad, Mr. Lesnar. My bad. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mr. Lesnar. <laughs> Like, whoa, he just he just humbled Braun Strowman yes. mid-match in real life. Yes. Oh, my God. He was like, slow down, motherfucker. <laughs> big bink. I was like, oh, shit. It's like, whoa. And, whoa. and you see him kind my of bad, stuttering his steps. It's like, oh, yeah, he felt that. Yeah, like, yeah, Braun <laughs> felt that. And then, like, like he like he shows no remorse. And then no. he just gave Seth Rollins the three roughest F5s ever on that top of the chair. I don't care. I, I, I don't even know how can you even – Make it even trying to sell that one. Right? Yeah, there's no sell. No like sell. Seth doesn't have to do. He's anything. hitting that. He's hitting the top He's of that chair, chair, and it hurts every and you time. You see the chair go flying too. Yes. The way I'm like, how? How is this happening? How are they allowing this to happen? Seth is the is the guy. Like he is the face of of Raw right now. It's Monday Night Rollins legit. Yes. But you just said Brock just go out there and do what you do. And Brock again with no regard for human life. Like I'm gonna stand up this chair. I'm gonna put it in the seated position. I'm gonna throw Seth Rollins on it. He's gonna hit it, and that's yeah. it. And that blood. Who knows? Maybe that that they <laughs> sold me to the point where maybe it really was internal bleeding. <laughs> like he literally did destroy yeah. Seth Rollins inside yeah. with it. Like I could believe Dude, it. He, he, you know. Seth Rollins was selling, man, because he was wheezing, like he was just kind of gasping for air, and then dude, his face, dude, when they tried to put him on the on the stretcher, you know, and like they were they were trying to move him slowly out of the ring and onto the stretcher, and they had a close up of his face, his eyes all glassy and just like like he didn't know where he was, and the blood just like I kind of. Coming out like in in little gobs of blood yeah. out of his mouth, and you just see you're like, 
what the like what just happened? What what did I just watch yeah, here? Man. Like was, like Brock just took it too far, and then they have the shot in the back with the ambulance. I'm oh like, my, you dude, got, that you was said, you said, oh that shit, was the scariest I'm like, visual I oh, ever seen. This is a right. As soon as I saw, I was like, oh shit, this is this is this can't be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, like what is he and he told do? that chopper to stay right there. Don't move. I was like, right there, I was like, oh shit. Like, and he just opened the door, pulled it open. And he see Seth. He just janked him out. He was like, oh, the way he landed. Right. I was like, oh my god, man. It, it was just, it was just so. It, it was, it was. Sometimes it was just kind of hard to watch. Like, are yeah. we gonna really just do this? Are we gonna destroy one of our top faces right now? Just. You, and Corey Graves sold the hell out of it too, man. He's like, "Why are we showing this? This is sick. Like, I don't even see the replay. We shouldn't be glorifying yes, this. This is terrible." Yes. Like with the chair ones, like he just kept calling that out. Yeah. And then with the girt, with the with the stretcher too, he's like, "This is just disgusting. Like he's just gone too far. This is sick." I'm like, "Man, okay, you guys are selling this Dude. now. Like, I you you got me interested. Yes, you got yes. me interested." And in I saw like a hilarious meme for it. It was like the Simpsons. And I guess uh, 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 is his dad was in a fight and a kid in the background. He's like, stop it. He's dead already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> I was like, yeah. It's like, just Brock, just stop. Stop. He's already yeah. dead. Yeah, that yes, one. Because yes, yeah. that was just like, man, that was, I, I, I might just title this episode, The Beating of Seth Rollins. Because that's what it was. Like. A oh, beating. Man. You didn't get your ass whooped. Yep. You got beat yep. down. <laughs> yep. I think you should use that quote from the Simpsons thing. Stop. I think it's stop, stop, he's already dead. And just put something <laughs> on his face. Like, literally. I think everybody would get it. Because yes. that, that's it. That's what uh, it was. That's what yes, it was. Because you know that's what I wanted to happen. I kept, after the first F5 onto the chair, I was like, okay, that's brutal as hell, yeah. man. Like, it can't get any worse yep. than this. Well, I was wrong. Oh. Like, huh. he just... Three F fives later, yep. one on a stretcher. Oh my my God. That one on a stretcher was the roughest. It's like mm-hmm. there's no yep. way you could land on that, right? How, how 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 do I land on this the correct way so I don't hurt myself? You don't. That looked awful. You just pray for the awful. best. I would yeah. never want that. I and, would never and, want. To and you to saw Lesnar. He he just threw him on. He just let him go. It wasn't like I'm gonna gently yeah. just you know let you down. No. So we can just make no. this as safe as possible. It's like man, you know what you get nope. paid for. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> You know what you get right. He just threw his ass on. That. I was like, "Oh my god, bro! Oh He's your coworker. He's your peer, buddy. Come on!" <laughs> oh man, he's like, "Make money and just throw on it," and that was yeah. it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh jeez, yeah, that was that was something, man. So yeah, in terms of the storyline this week, they did it. They they took a couple notches up for yeah. sure. Just like helping to you know. Build that up, and and I'm interested. Yeah, because yeah, like now. like you said, man, we 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 both said our feelings about this last week. I we were totally done with this. Like it took me out, but that, yeah. but you know, you had to go to the extreme to bring me back in like that. Damn near kill. Yeah, you had to damn near kill Seth Rollins. But you know what? It, it worked. Did. It did. It worked. I, to their I credit, they found a I way. I can't disagree with the execution. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> with the results. With the results. I can't disagree with the results. You're you're right. You're, you, you was a mad scientist about it, how you went about it. But okay, with yep. the results. Yep. Are, and that's a very Paul, it, that's very extreme. So very Paul oh, Heyman yeah. for sure to say, all right, this is what we're going to do. 
You know, because maybe he felt it. Maybe he felt that, okay, you know what? I don't think these people are really buying into Brock Seth Rollins again. I don't think they're that excited to see this match again. Yeah. What can we yep. do to really get them excited? I know. Little Rock, Arkansas. We're going to shock the hell out of everybody to have Brock Lesnar show up and let damn near murder Seth yes. Rollins in front of everybody. That'll get them. And here we go. Yeah, man. Yep. He did yeah, it. they did it, man. Like, man, bravo. Good job, Paul, on that one. Good yep. call. Good call. Yep. Because, yeah, I think people were just at their wits end about this. Like, dude, just, just, just get this match over with. Yeah. Man. So... That's it for this week of Raw and SmackDown and how it builds up to SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, I guess, what, do you have any final thoughts about how you feel about the, the road to SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown, anything? Okay, uh, just real quick. Maybe is if the Canellas, is Marie Canellas going to make a, a special appearance <laughs> at SummerSlam being the first ever pregnant champion? Uh, pregnant champ. Oh, boy. Yeah, we didn't talk about the 24-7 championship. That was crazy. Um, first of all, I was so happy for Mike Kanellis when he won the championship yeah. for that brief moment that yep. he did. I was like, oh, yes. finally got something good. Show us, I was like, get out of there. Right, right, get, get out of here. Go show your wife. Go celebrate. Yeah, just show her. I was so happy. And then she can't, you know, she went to the locker room, whatever he was hiding. And then um, <laughs> he's like, I did it. Now you can be proud of me. Now you can look at me and, and be proud and, and accept me as the, I don't, I'm, paraphrasing yeah. now but it basically felt like it was like you can accept me as the father of the child or whatever you know and um she's like get on your back get on your back like you usually do I'm like what the she's just not stopping yeah. she's like give me back i'm gonna i'm gonna be champion i'm gonna be champion <laughs> and he just looks oh, so man. just defeated like a, like a kid who just got his got his ice cream yanked out of his hand yes. like no 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 this is this is gonna be my championship you lay down get on your back get on your back he just one knee, two knees, got on his back. Even the referee yeah, was like, like, really? really? He had his hands up, I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah, like, like, man. Like, it just felt just, just and dirty. He count, just and he counted, like, it wasn't like, one, two, three. He's like, one, two, one, three. One, two, oh, three. Yeah. Oh. New champion. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. That was, so then, yeah. yeah. That, that was rough, man. But, I, I, it, I, you know what? To me, it keeps the story fresh again. I think, yeah. I think. Drake, Drake is still gonna get it. I don't give a damn. He can, he could love that title too much. He's probably gonna pin the pregnant lady. That's what and, when she was inviting everybody yeah. to go to her class or whatever. She's like, I have my legs up and I'll, I'll be I'll be on my back. So if anybody wants to come try to to pin me, you know for sure, like just come see me at my class, whatever that the the class that she was saying for childbirth, yep. or whatever. And uh, yeah, I'm thinking somebody either our truth. Or Drake Maverick is going to show up because neither one of those dudes got any shame when it, it comes to this title. Don't. Like they prove right. that. I show up so, at yeah, weddings. I put you at your wedding. You know, <laughs> your honeymoon. Exactly, man. Oh man. And man. Drake, he proved it. He loves that title more than his wife. Dude, he, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. You think he's just gonna let a pregnant Maria Canellas just slide by? He probably show up at nope. the doctor, pretending to be the doctor. Yep. He's like count, count, ref, <laughs> with the legs, with her legs in the air, just like she yep, said. Yep. Just like she said. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man, it's it's set up perfectly, man. So I, I think it's kind of fresh and, and and refreshing to see that too, man. First ever champ. First, pre- what do you think of her going up to Braun? Like, what oh, do you br- think that was about? I don't know. You tell me. What was that about? I see. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Is like, is is she? Because she's said something about like she wants to see 
she was inviting him too to like come try to get are you gonna try to get the belt from me or try to beat me or whatever like she was doing to everybody you know but it almost seemed like she was wanting to see if he's really a man or something like yeah. that and i'm like is she coming on to him like trying to get him in on her side or like trying to you know flirt with him or whatever or is she trying to antagonize him and then thinking he's not going to do anything and Braun is going to be the one to try to to take the 24-7 championship from her. I was confused by that whole old semi because he didn't say anything. He just kind of looked at, you know, off and was like growling. Yeah, and, just helping him puff. Didn't do anything. <sighs> so I didn't, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not sure where they're going with yeah. that. Um, it, it just seemed like a weird use of Braun in that moment, you know, just to, I don't think he should have anything to do no, with the 24-7 he championship. No, he doesn't. He doesn't anywhere near that 24-7. That's no, for, no. for Truth and Maverick and Maria, Mike Canellas. It works for them on that level, man. Like, Yeah, this, throw Heath Slater right, in there if you want. Right, you know, like guys like that. Right. Just, just, Ron is yeah. like a special attraction, man. Why the hell are you going to put someone like that? He needs to be, like we said before last week, he needs to be somewhere in the main event. Yes, yes. He needs to be fighting Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That's the match yep. I want to see. It's Braun and Brock, yep. period. Like, that's just where I'm yeah, at. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man. Well, for for me, I mean, overall, I thought it was a fun week of wrestling yeah. overall. Like, I, I both Raw and SmackDown, I think, did a great job. Um, SmackDown's ending was just botched, I thought. It was terrible. <laughs> but it didn't take away from how I felt about the whole show. I thought SmackDown was a solid show. Um, that Randy Orton promo uh, video package thing was really just amazing. Think of so that was definitely the the highlight. Think oh my god, beauty. so good! I probably I'll probably um, watch it again. Seriously, yeah, I want to get the details and like really listen yeah. to everything he said because it was just so good to to see that and the way he put it together and the use of the stupid line oh, that yeah. everybody that knows about. That entire promo is on so YouTube, brilliant. by the way. So they have it. So if you want to rewatch nice. it, it's right for you right there. It's going to WWE. I'll, YouTube page is right there. The mindset, It's called The Mindset of the Viper. There we go. There we go. I want to see it. So, yeah, man. Great, show, great, great week of shows. And it's been a nice thing to be able to say. I think these last two weeks, yeah. you know, they've been, they've been doing a really strong job of, you know, just putting on entertaining shows. Um, some of the storylines could be done better. But overall, I think the shows have been fun. And, and it's just great to be able to say that. So, yeah, man. I think that'll do it. That'll do it for this week in terms of Raw and SmackDown. We're about to record the NXT uh, recap here, so it'll be on a separate separate uh, file that'll be up up there for you guys pretty soon. But uh, for this, that's gonna do it. So for Devin, this is a feast. We will catch you next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.